Cherry Pop Horror. Hello and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. I'm Jacob and in this show we tackle all things horror. Be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror, animated, basically. If it's got enough horror themes to it, we'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry, we'll be running through the plot, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, you can send us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com, and or follow us on Twitter, at cherrypophorror. Okay, here we go. So what was Pendulum? What is Pendulum? Is it a so, band? Yeah, it's a DJ band. I Drum and bass. Australian drum and bass group. Okay. They've been around for like 15 odd years. Um, oh. I know nothing about them. Um, I didn't necessarily want to go, but then Dylan just bought the tickets. Because I fucking yeah. love him. And I have for a very long time. Okay, fair. Um, it was good, though. It was good. You said it finished at like 11, so it's not like it's a super late thing. That's all right. No, yeah, it was was good. It was good seeing Kat and Sam there because they were in a similar situation where Sam really liked Pendulum and Kat was like, I kind of know them, but eh. Mm. So me and Sam were like geeking out about them. Oh, yeah, I think she told me about that the other day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just excited for Blink 182. Yeah, I love Blink 182. Yeah, I've got tickets. I How much were the tickets? Because I'm using her ex's <laughs> I think it was like 300 together. Um, so like 150 tickets. Yeah, it was quite expensive, yeah. depending on where you're sitting. But I've never been. I've never been to a concert, and I think it's because of this like social anxiety. Really? My first one last year. Because it's like there's too many people. Yeah, it it can be very overwhelming. Like mm. I remember going to ASAP Rocky. And I was pushed up, like, against the barrier, and all my friends had, like, knocked out by that point. Yeah. And this guy was just, like, steadfast. Like, this really tall guy was behind me just standing up, like, he wouldn't move. And I got pushed into the barrier, and I had to get, like, pulled out by a security guard because it was just too hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel... See, that's my, like, biggest worry, because, like... I feel and like at I... the same concert at Spark, everyone was just lighting up joints. And there were, like, ladies with their tops off. It was a whole thing. It was... <laughs> yeah. On people's shoulders. It was a situation. Crazy concert. Like, yeah, it sounds experience. like a, it sounds like an alright time. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't sound too. Doesn't, I mean, the ladies with the top off isn't really my thing, but sure. Yeah, no, it was it a bit jarring. <laughs> How about no? I was, How about I didn't be know straight. yet at that point, but. So. <laughs> How about be straight? Fuck off. <laughs> This like is a gays-only household right now. Yeah, pretty much. I bet Mila's gay too. Yeah, we call her a lesbopug. Lesbo pug. Lesbo pug. Love that. Like, are you a lesbian pug? And she comes over with her tail wagging. And we're like, yes, you are. She loves everyone. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Cherry Pop Horror, episode 63. And I'm joined by a brand new guest this week. Hello, Anya. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, everyone listening. And that other voice you can faintly hear in the background is Dylan. Hey! Who's tagged along regular on the show. I'm here for gay support. We come as a package deal. Yeah, package deal. Yeah. Thing. And Dylan's done like five or six episodes, so they're well seasoned yeah. at this point. So tell me, Anya, 
What was the first movie that ever, like, truly scared the shit out of you? Um, I think it was The Grudge. Um, Wait, the American one or the yeah, Japanese one? Yeah, the American one. I can't remember what year. It had a blonde lady in it. Sarah so Michelle Sarah and Michelle Gellar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Buffy. Buffy, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, yeah. I think, yeah, I've seen that one, and just recently I think I watched Juan for the first time, which is the Japanese version. Was that the newer one or the older one? The old one. Right. The old, old one. It was interesting. It was more like... Um, what's it called? Like a collection of shorts mm. rather than a story. Right. It was really interesting and because the American one's just one story. It's all about yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, so what, what was it about that scared you so much? Um, I have to say about hair. I wonder if that's where it came from. Like I have a huge hair phobia, like dead hair. Oh, okay. Maybe. So that shower scene is like yeah, your worst nightmare. Have, oh, the shower scene's awful. Like, <laughs> With the hand in the hair, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She's just like pulling clumps out. But no, I just, um, we, like my cousin showed it to me when I was like seven. I think mm. I was the youngest cousin and we were staying at my grandma's house. And it was like a creepy house. And it was the first kind of scary piece of media that I'd seen because my mum had like been holding me away from that. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was just the whole thing of like, don't know what this thing is. But it's like it, creeping after you and it just like appears out of nowhere. Yeah, the, I think they're peering out of nowhere. I yeah, remember watching it. The, uh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, the the taking away your safe space, I remember, was in the grudge as well because mm. you watch it and, you know, they run and hide under the blankets or whatever and then they lift up the blankets and she's under there and I'm like, yeah. no, that is the safe space. You're yeah. not allowed in there. Literally. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. illegal. <laughs> illegal move. No, no, that's the no-no zone. <laughs> Referee. Um, this was my movie that mm-hmm. originally I can pinpoint as being like, this scared the shit out of me when I yeah. was when I was little. I watched Nightmare on Elm Street before this. I watched Alien before this. Wasn't phased. Yeah. And then something about this movie just really hit something. I think it was the like, just, you know, going to sleep in your normal life and then waking up and realizing that you're fucked and about to die. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also like, with a group of complete strangers. Yeah. Too. So, Complete strangers. Yeah. Some of which turn out to be really, really awful. Yeah, real. In real fact, most of them actually. Of Could have told you which one was going to be the worst for free. <laughs> Just saying. Well, I mean, we did, we couldn't have assumed. Yeah. yeah we it's wrong to assume. Yeah. Um. Well, this week it was Anya's first time watching Cube from 1997. Twenty-six rooms high. Twenty-six rooms across. Seventeen thousand five hundred and seventy-six rooms. Does anybody remember how they got here? Why would they throw innocent people in here? Are we being punished? There's a way in here, so there's got to be a way out. Do you think they'd go to all the trouble to build this thing if we could just walk out? Take a good long look around. But I got a feeling it's looking at us. We have about three days without food and water before we're too weak to move. I just want to wake up. I looked in the room down there and something almost cut my head off. Motion detectors integrated into the walls. Tough to spot. You're not getting out of here. Yes, we are. There is no way out of here. We need to get around the trap. They're identified by crime numbers. We'll figure it out. I can't. I'm not dying in a rat maze. No more talking. No more guessing. You gotta save yourselves from yourselves. What the hell is going on? 
never be moving in circles the runes have. We are the key. The cube is us. By the way, that... Oh, so we're going to get to the first kill. The first kill. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just blurt out as things as things come up, because okay. I've just got plot notes here, so... Alright. So, we, we get our opening. It's silent as we begin, like, eerily silent. Like, I had to make sure that my volume was fucking working on yeah, my laptop. I was same, like, is this, is this meant to be this quiet? Yeah. <laughs> and then we get some sort of, like, industrial humming and stuff like that, as we get an extreme close-up of an eye as somebody wakes up. Mm. They did a really good job with this waking up thing because the eye like rolls in yeah, if you know what I mean yeah, yeah. instead they of people quite, who just open their eyes they had quite a few cool visuals like yeah not necessarily cool but interesting they're like du- um, Dutch angles and like stretching the screen and stuff like that that they do a yeah, bit later yeah. I thought worked really well for sort of being disorientating mm, mm. Um, so a man lays in a lit room love the design of the cube the yeah. rooms it's really cool. There's six panels, one on every door, and they're like little crawl spaces you have to go through. Yeah, and I love. And I love like the way they open the door as well. Yeah, because it's like a like a um, like a porthole or something yeah. where you have to you have to spin it. Yeah, which is and I very also cool. Like, um, like the little designs on the cube on on the wall yeah yeah on the wall panel yeah I put it looks kind of like um circuits yeah like a what you see like on a motherboard yeah yeah that kind of thing inside a computer yeah I thought it was really 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 cool we see that there's a door on every wall he looks around confused he walks to one of the kind of porthole doors and this is where we see that you have to climb through them it's not like a doorway he opens it looks through to a room with the same design but the panels are all blue and the room he's in is white. He opens up another panel on the floor. And I love the rush of compressed air. Yeah. yeah. Whenever they open a door. And it makes it feel... Yeah, yeah. the sort of... And it makes it feel like every room is its like own environment. Mm, mm. Yeah, and you're like unlocking kind of like a tomb. Yeah, a way. tomb or a safe or something like yeah, that. And yeah. whatever. <laughs> we don't know bank what's vault. inside. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a bank vault that will kill you. Yes. He opens up the panel on the floor. Yes, there's a rush of air and there's a red room. There's another door and it has an orange room. So it gives us the idea quite quickly that like all the rooms look the same. They're just different colors. But it's quite a cool way to sort of introduce it within the first like two, three minutes of a movie, I thought. I really thought uh, Rubik's Cube. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. Yeah, it just came to my mind. Especially when when you learn later that everything's kind of moving. (laughs) He crawls up, um, he climbs up and crawls through to the orange room. He lands with a thud. I noticed that there's like so little sound Mm. at this beginning bit. So when his feet go into the floor, you're like, oh, that's right. Yeah, sound. (laughs) Because there's just that weird, like, it makes me think of like hospitals or like stuff, that weird industrial hum Mm. where it's just the sound of like fluorescent lights. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of. Yeah. And then he hears his foot hit the floor and you're like, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Jesus Watch Christ. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Um, oh, there's a weird ting that happens every now and again as well. A ting? Yeah, like like a little bell or something that you can... I think it's True. just part of the like, soundtrack. Yeah, maybe. To yeah. go with this fluorescent lights. Well, like, I also didn't notice the thunder until... Oh, the sort of mechanical... Yeah, yeah, until later when it became like... When they pointed out to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess because... I completely understand because it would feel like part of the soundtrack, mm. quote unquote, with like the ding of the bell and the fluorescent hum and everything like yeah. that. I mean, they probably did 
move at like the start, but then during like the entire. I don't think they don't mention it until like halfway through the movie. Yeah, but, but they're when... also not affected by it moving. Like you know, no. they all fall that one time. They all do. I think it's because they're in the cube that moved. Right. True. Yeah, but I think the only time. They, they, don't, they don't mention it until, like, halfway through the film, but they do, like, look up when that sound happens. Mm, true. But if you're not, you might just think, I oh. was too distracted by everything else. The, the social yes. dynamics of this movie. Yeah. The shock value. <laughs> so this character, who we, we don't know their name or anything like that, I assume it's on his It's uniform. Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Sweet. I think, or Alderson or something. Alderson, I think yeah. it was. Alderson. Okay. Because when you look up the description of the movie, it's says, like, a person named Alderson. Right. Which is why I find the start of this movie really interesting, because he has nothing really to do with, like... With anything. Yeah. He's just... our, our, like, slasher opening yeah, kill. Yeah, yeah. So he looks around cautiously, and as he takes a step into the room, we hear a sudden... Whoosh! Resident Evil. And he just stops. And he's like, oh! And you just see these marks go across his face. He freezes as we see his body crumble into small diced pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, 90s CG. Oh, fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta, you know, you gotta respect it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like it doesn't. I, for me personally, it doesn't take anything away. Oh, yeah. That was the hand part as well. Yeah. So bad. What a good shot though to use. Yeah, but it was like. Oh, it doesn't look great because of the CG. (laughs) But wanted to die of laughter but it was yeah it was good it was interesting yeah. it was interesting yeah. I have just learned that Resident Evil 100% ripped off the cube for that the cube came first by about five years oh Ooh, we're finding out cool. that a lot of things have ripped off this movie eh? yeah because you were saying the platform on Netflix it's so similar it just like, ripped off this movie the whole concept yeah of like waking up not knowing how you got there not knowing who built mm. this facility like not having anything to survive and just having to and then ending up, like, having to battle the people around you as yeah. well as the like, fundamental thing that you're yeah, in. Yeah, and maneuver through, like... Space. Yeah. The, to try the and get to an exit. Each level, you know? Mm. We see a wire fence that kind of um, flops down after the body's fully crumbled. Mm, we do. And also terrible CGI. <laughs> yes, it is. It the fo- way it, like... Oh, 2D, like... And then it, I, I think it's the folding up when yeah, it folds itself it's so up into the bad. wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay. No shadows. <laughs> but luckily, I think this is the only CGI that they use, no? Or is there... Oh, there's more. There's a couple of moments. You know the one where the spikes, that room with the spikes? Yeah. Oh, true. No, we were watching it last night. The reason that I knew Anya had fallen asleep was that she didn't comment on the CGI. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll, we'll continue this in the yeah. morning. <laughs> I always have to comment on the CGI. I just, I get it. I know it's yeah. old, uh, but I will hate on it. It kind of makes you want to go, you should have just used practical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should have just used practical. Like, effects. you could have had something just as shocking, mm. you know, instead of just these terrible But it's spikes. literally like, it's like a cheese wire. Yeah. He's just been cheese wired. Yeah. Um, he falls to pieces. I like it as an opening kill. Mm. CGI is not great, but it kind of gives you an idea of like yeah. what you're heading into and I don't know what, what how was it for you besides the CGI like the actual was, yeah no I liked it and like I can't remember exactly how it pans to the other characters but it, I think it pans to them like looking in right um we, we get the title card next on a white background cube fades in and then we just see Worth unconscious on the floor right I think but it they, cuts do they not discover Aldith 
Alderson or do they not see Alderson? Not, not Alderson, no. They never oh, come across his body or anything okay. like that. So he was just like... Just the opening just kill. sitting it for us, yeah. Yeah, right. to give you this sort of, I guess, feeling of isolation and the danger of yes. this place. We see an unconscious man um, uh, on the floor as a bloody hand reaches up through the floor hole. Quentin Tarantino doppelganger. Ganger. He looks like a less ugly Quentin Tarantino. He does look like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. The unconscious guy. Yeah, he does. I'd never thought about that. Yeah. Once you pointed it out, I was like, oh. You're like, no, I can't unsee it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That's it for the entire Hopefully movie. he doesn't come with the um, foot fetish. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the, a man crawls up through the floor. This is Quentin. He's the man with the bloody hand. <laughs> and Did he work? No. No. Oh, Quentin. Oh, no, Quentin. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot what his name was. He was just the cop. Yeah. Quinton climbs up through the floor. He's a black man. And then the man who's sleeping on the floor is Worth. And Quinton tries to wake up Worth, but he can't seem to rouse him. Quinton checks another door to see an orange room. And when he turns around, Worth is sat up against the wall. And the door above him winds open. So somebody's coming in. Quinton tackles the new person. Of course. <laughs> Once we get to know this, response. dude, this guy, unbelievable. So when we actually get to know him as a character, you're like, no, that fits. <gasps> yeah. No, like, Smash. hey, who you know are you? Who is this? What's going on? Just sort Just of like immediate violence. violence yeah. yeah. I googled him afterwards, and he like has been at least like so six RoboCop movies. movies. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Kind like of, he just exclusively plays a fucking Kind role. of fits with him, I guess. Yeah. So he tackles this person to the floor who screams. It's it's a woman. They're all just kind of panicked. She flees to the other side of the room and he tries to explain himself. You know, I thought you were. I didn't know. The newcomer is our character Holloway. Holloway. Who, Holloway. Who is the actress from Ready or Not. Which I, I didn't realise until Jacob told me just now. <laughs> Blew my mind. Blew your mind. Really, you're not still on with the girls getting married. Yeah, to... yeah, and she has to hide. Yeah. And you remember the the crazy I... crazy aunt with the battle axe? Who's like really? I into watched it? it so long ago. Oh my god, we have to watch it. Like I, because I watched it in cinemas. I watched you watched it, like... it in cinemas? Yeah, I, I so wish I'd watched it in cinemas. I had a premiere ticket because I was still working at EB Games. Not even just a premiere ticket. Premiere tickets God. to such a good movie as well. I also went to the Fast and Fur- Furious premiere in Sylvia Park, and they had two McLarens parked inside Sylvia Park Why outside the movies. Okay, but it's I Fast and Furious, know. so and it was cool. But it was it was Fast and Furious. Yeah, it was, like, I think it was Hobson Shaw. Like it wasn't even. Oh, it, wasn't oh, it was like the spin-off and, one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway, just a brag. <laughs> just a brag. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so we've got Holloway, Worth, and Quinton at the moment. At the moment, they're all wearing kind of prison garbs. Yeah. Like um, they're they're yeah. uniforms, but they're like casual uniforms. It's not like a suit and tie or shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and they've all got their names embroidered on the chest. They hear a buzzing or humming noise in the background. That's that mechanical clanking noise mm-hmm. that we hear throughout the movie. And they hear another woman calling for help in another room. Quinton investigates and tells the woman to stop as she comes into the room heading towards them. And Quinton hurries her over and into uh, the room they go. He's so scared of the people, but not his fucking surroundings. Like, mm. No, I think he was warning her in case the room was trapped. Oh, right. Because well, why would it be trapped? Well, they were already he, in it. 
No, no, because he goes to the orange room where oh. Levin's coming through to the white room where everyone else is. Right. So he tells her to stop in oh. case the room's trapped. Gotcha, gotcha. And then kind of hurries her along. He's like, come on, come on, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's clearly already had something happen because his hand is already bloodied. Right. So something's happened to him. He's seen some shit. The, yeah. The, this movie just kind of expects you to pick up a lot of things without, like, telling it to you. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is Levin. Uh, a, a quite a young girl, I'd say, what? College age. College age. Mm. Late teens, so early 20s. 20, 21? 20, oh, early 20s. Early 20s. Yeah, early 20 20s. to 23, somewhere in that sort of range, I think. As opposed to Holloway, who's sort of middle-aged-ish. Maybe yeah. early, early 40s, mid-40s, somewhere around there. even like 50s. Early 50s, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. Quinton's 30s-ish, same with Worth. Probably mm. around that sort of age. Uh, as she exits the door, she drops her glasses, cracking them, and she loses a piece of glass onto the floor as well. These people don't That's know That's later, other. isn't it? Or is it... This is where it falls out. Really? Yeah, it happens mm-hmm. pretty quickly. She, she, then, she climbs she through the... She on it at some point. Yeah, later. Oh, so... Much later, are yeah. we ma- Much, much later. So they uh, break in the first room. And, yeah. and then they come back to the first... Oh, yeah, that's how they know they've gone in a... That's, that's how they, crazy. Yeah. So she falls out of the door. She, she had glasses fall to the floor. It cracks and a piece of glass falls out of it. We do learn that none of these people clearly know each other at all. I feel like even though this movie is t- questionable... <laughs> in a lot of aspects. It is very good. <laughs> it is made very well. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Into, like, yeah. It's got some 90s decisions about it. <laughs> but the that director is very really Because, <laughs> like, I did not know that. I didn't think about that glass thing. It's, inc- like, it's quite a clever movie. It's so clever, yeah. Um, yeah. For little for a little indie thing as well. Mm-hmm. Like, l- super low-budget indie movie. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Holloway wants to know... Oh, sorry, Quentin tries to keep everyone calm. And Holloway wants to know why Quentin was afraid of that room. You know, why were you afraid of it? From a, just, yeah, they're yeah. all just don't know what's going on. Yeah, and he's clearly the only one who's been like up and about, and, and he's also doing the cop thing by taking charge and being like, "Oh man, yeah, I'm a big strong man. Yeah, I protect the flock. I know, I'm smart. My contribution to <laughs> society is cop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From above, the door opens and we see a sort of elderly man peers his head in. This is oh yeah. This is Ren. Uh, Quinton warns them that some of the rooms have booby traps, uh, and he mentions that he was almost decapitated in one of the rooms. Oh, that's how he found out. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of he said there was some sort of wire that nearly decapitated mm. him. Worth hasn't moved this entire time. He's just sort of. Is he still like unconscious? No, he's like he's sat against the wall, True, looking very like dejected and depressed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they did a weird thing with his character because like you you start to like him. Later on. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but at first you're. I think it feels like you're not meant to like him. Yeah, and I think the development in that is quite interesting mm. when we hit the end, and maybe we'll talk about that when we get there. Uh, Ren descends into the room and immediately unleashes his boots. Levin hugs Quinton, sort of like as a you know, mm. my savior. Hooray! I'm free. Holloway checks oh, on Worth decisions. because he's not responding. Holloway is, I think, our only sort of caring character until a little bit later yeah until actually yeah. much later we was yeah. like talking about this before and like this is why um is it kazan kazan later yeah yeah, like, yeah. his character thing 
just like makes me feel uncomfortable because she was literally the only person that was nice to him mm. until he was useful and like they and then only everyone... started being nice to him really like after she we'll talk about it yeah 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 absolutely but she's we get the idea that she's caring at least mm-hmm. because everyone else kind of ignored worth yeah and she's gone over and be like hey hey you okay yeah. like you you're quiet and you're not moving <laughs> yes he's almost catatonic he's just kind of staring into the middle distance yeah worth says he's hurt his head i don't know how that's happened maybe mm-hmm. he has traveled or something like that and we learned that holloway is maybe a he was doc- thrown by quantum <laughs> you fucking <laughs> probably two seconds into the movie he's already like eating people uh, through doors <laughs> but it does give us useful information we learn that holloway is a doctor Oh, is she? Yeah. yeah. She's like the first thing she sees to work. Yeah, she's like, she's like, let me have a look. Yeah, yeah, let me have a look. I'm a doctor. Oh, okay. And you go, okay, no, cool. Right, Ren climbs to one of the doors. It's a blue room and throws his boot through with a shoelace fishing line. I think this is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Tying the laces together and just yeeting it into a room and going, safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like their only option. Yeah, absolutely. It's quite clever. Mm. Something in the room triggers and the boot gets barbecued as he throws it in. Yeah. So, like, little flamethrowers come out of the walls and it just True. gets torched. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, hmm, maybe not that way. Extremely flammable shoe. <laughs> Extremely flammable. True, leather shoe. It just yeah. caught on fire. <laughs> maybe it was polished. Also, if this is a government-run facility, it's probably a cheap... You're so right. Material. Yeah, true. Yeah. Also, I was just thinking it does stay. It. It, it doesn't stay on fire because when they drag it back, it's kind of smouldered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not. It, like, yeah. It immediately ignites into flame. Maybe it's just all the polish yeah. on the boot just went. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm a fire bug. I love fire. Fire doesn't catch that easily. So okay. Put on a shoe. <laughs> There's a lot of shoe polish. Okay. <laughs> My thought is just what they could have also used jackets. Their jackets. Their clothes, yeah. Well, they do end up... I would have sooner be... given up my jacket than my shoes. They do at some point, but... Yeah. yeah. They... I guess shoes is the easiest because you can make the fishing line. Yeah. Mm. And it's and it's heavy, like it's less yeah, trouble to throw, throw it through. It. Yeah. If you're trying to throw, like, a line of clothes in, it doesn't yeah. really have much weight to That's it. Right. But all I was thinking about was having to climb those rungs with bare feet. Like, trying to climb, like, a playground ladder when you've got bare feet as a kid. Ow. It hurts. Mm. I, I feel like it would be I, I've been fine. Yeah, I used to walk. Okay. I used to round walk around barefoot like all the time. I'm just a weak little man. Okay, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Dylan. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, guys. I'm fine <laughs> on monkey bars. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, Ren tells them there's motion detectors in the walls, and that's how they get ya. Is what he says. Ren goes um, goes to move on, but Quinton stops him, asking, "How did they all get here?" Basically, he wants how would he answers. Know? Yeah. Like, know? this random old man throwing boots into a room yeah. is going to know. And he's like, hang on. Wait How did we get here? Give me the answers. I just hate how he doesn't, he can't think for himself. It's because I don't think, I don't think he can let anyone else take control. Yeah. And Ren at that moment is being proactive. Mm. He's actively checking the rooms. And and he, Quentin has to go, hey, look, stop. Yeah. I'm in charge and, and we need to figure out what's going on first. Yeah. He just has a need for it. He has a need for control. <laughs> Holloway talks about she was just at home eating dinner. I think she spurts out like cob salad or something like that. Cob- oh, cob salad. Cob yeah, salad. Because yeah. they're like standing in the room. They're like, "Well, how did we get here?" And she's just like, "Salad." I, w- <laughs> I was I was having dinner. True. Yeah. I yeah. went to the fridge. I got some ranch, and then I woke up here. Mm. And I'm like, I think that's what terrified me. True. As a kid, like, like was there something in the ranch? Or did she go to bed? You you'd just be doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. 
you'd be like, oh, yeah, I went to the bathroom and then I woke up here. Mm. True. And I was just like, that is fucking terrifying. Yeah. I hate yeah. that. Now that I think about that too, that is fucking terrifying. Mm. Levin... That's the worry. Yeah, yeah. You, you're, yeah. you're in a death trap cube and you're just like, guys, I left the oven on. <laughs> I left the oven on. Like, is someone going to feed Wait, the what cats? <laughs> what if the heat pump's going? Power is so expensive. <laughs> I mean, are in a honestly, living crisis. Yeah. <laughs> my fucking power bill is going to be in the My power bill is through the roof, yeah. <laughs> my first, honestly, Genuinely. one of my first thoughts if I woke up would just be like, Who's going to feed Mila? Yeah, yeah. Who's going to feed my dog? Oh, no, my dog! Who's going to add the products? <laughs> Who's going to do my job? Yeah. That would not even filter into no. my brain, I don't think. True. <laughs> Work, so I feel no. Like it would maybe a little bit. Um, Holloway talks mm-hmm. about, she, yeah, how she was eating dinner and then woke up there. Levin said she, that she just went to bed. So they all just kind of disappeared from their lives and then woke up here. Holloway thinks it's uh, it's the government or aliens. <laughs> I love Holloway. <laughs> She's great. But, I, but honey, it's, 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 it's the, the government. government. Of course yeah. it's the government. Who else would it be? I don't think it's aliens. No, no. Why would the aliens do this? What what, what point? What would, it, what would it do? Yeah. Yeah. They can already see us fucking... Maybe it's an experiment to see how social norms break down in stressful situations. But I was just going to say, like, those social norms are already breaking down. They can already witness that. That's true. There's so many stressful situations. Where <laughs> it's true. Just, just take a lens to the planet. Yeah. And like, you'll find out. Yeah. It's just a ignited situation. Oh, like, right. Like yeah. The situation of it. And, and it, it, like an explosive situation. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any like wrong move and. Intensified. Yeah, absolutely. And we've got some hot headed people in this group. Mm-hmm. They hear the strange humming or scraping a. Uh, again, and Ren advised that they move in a straight line until they reach the end of the cube. That's his plan, he says. The group agrees, but Worth is convinced it won't be as simple as Ren suggests. And Ren is like, well, I didn't say it would be simple. I didn't say it would be easy. It's It's a simple idea. It's not an easy one. Mm. And they kind of come to the conclusion that someone must be watching them because there has to be a point to this. And I think, again, the pointlessness of this movie or this experiment or whatever's going on is also what I find terrifying. Mm. The idea that nobody's watching. Yeah. Nobody cares. You're just there. You're just there to die or live. Who cares? Mm. No water. No No water. No food. Got about three days, as as Holloway tells you. When the hell, like, did they use the bathroom? Um, they they just pee in the corner. Yeah, because oh. I'm peed in the corner and they're all like, "Ew!" It's like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Yeah. Personally, I would open the the door on the bottom and then pee down the hall. <laughs> yeah. it later. <laughs> yeah. You hop into a room yeah, yeah. and then you find a puddle and you're like, "Oh god damn it!" They would specifically go into the room above me and then hold a squat over Quentin. <laughs> And then, like, just take a huge, fierce dump. Not not to spoil your feelings on Quinton as a character and his development later, but... Just say, put it out there. (laughs) Pop a squad on him. I love you. That's amazing. (laughs) Um, Levin kind of rocks herself in the corner. We learn that Quinton is a cop, and he promises to get her out of here. Why her specifically? Because I think she's having, like, a panic attack. Yeah, and also he's a crazy. And, And he think she's sexy yeah um 
<laughs> Ren checks the next room and calls it clean. Then another room. We're now in a green room. They hear the strange humming again. Levin notices something in the crawl space between the rooms. And the sound they keep hearing comes at intervals, they mention, and is kind of mechanical in nature. Because they're like, what the fuck is that noise? Mm. Levin discovers a string of numbers in the little crawl space. She thinks they're serial numbers or room numbers. Holloway says that they've got to keep moving because they've got about three days before they're too weak to move anymore. And she's kind of panicked about this as well. She's like, she starts naming all the things that happen to your body. She's like, you know, dehydration, loss of mental cognition, and then starts naming all these things. And Ren just walked over and rips a button off her her jacket and hands it to her and tells her to suck on it because it keeps the saliva flowing. Yeah. And I was like, I've never Googled this. I wonder if that is a thing. Yeah. I don't know. The buttons... Does it stem dehydration or something like that? I don't know. But Maybe um, it just tricks your body into thinking you're not hungry. Maybe? I don't know. Maybe it just, yeah, stops your mouth from getting dry. Yeah. It keeps, it keeps the moisture flowing, yeah. I guess. Like, keeps the Actually, muscles yeah, going. yeah, no, that makes sense. Because if the, if the Cause you're saliva is constantly being recycled instead of, like, just drying up in your mouth. Yeah, because mm. there's nothing to make the saliva also, flow if you're not... But it, have, just having a button in there means that the saliva keeps flowing, so it keeps your mouth moist, I guess. And if you, like, when you have food, your mouth... Saliva's up. Yeah. So okay, that makes just, sense. Like, kind of assumes food. Assumes food, or assumes water, or something mm, like that. Maybe tries to keep it moist. Um, Ren boots another room. It doesn't set anything off, um, but he stops them going through because he says the air doesn't smell right. Mm. He says the room st- smells stale. Don't go in there. The vibes are not. Yeah, he's like this room don't vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the vibes are not. He says something one. like he says something like it's a it's a telltale sign of like. Heat oh detectors my, or something oh like God, that? No, no, no. We made a comment on this because, like, he made this really weird, out of the gate, like, comment that, how did he know about it? Yeah, it was like, it was like heat detectors or something like that. No, like, it was like, it was like, word that I'd never even heard before. It was he like, a says, chemical or something. He says exactly oh, like, what it does. Chemical biomatter sensors yeah, or something yeah, like that. Like, That's right. It's like, but we rewound it and we went back and listened to it again. We were like, how the fuck could he know? possibly know that yeah. from throwing a shoe into a room? <laughs> no, it might be the air. Because I don't think he even threw but a boot. But even then. Oh, no, he did, he did throw a boot. He was so specific. He was. How would he know? Well, he, we do learn stuff about Ren later, so maybe... Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I really, like... Explain it? No. Like, I mean, what, what, what do we learn about Ren together, But you have to have... Yeah. That he's an escape artist. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah but that, that wouldn't mean times. that you know... The, the smell of oh, chemical, chemical yeah. or detection like how sensors. it's working. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, you can put two and two together. Because I think we also Maybe. said what it's detecting all from the, the humans. The You're only saying thing... that it's detecting a certain thing from, like, the... Yeah, like a chemical thing. But I guess... Like it was just... If the room smells sterile... Maybe that's why. Yeah, but Maybe still, how that... do we know the name of the chemical? Yeah, or, like, how it, it worked. Was, yeah. It was just really yeah, funny. Just yeah. It was oddly, yeah. It's and Levin's done that a few times, too, where she's just come, like, out of this gate, like, out of the gate with this really scientific comment, and you're like... Oh, yeah, when she starts explaining the some numbers. of the stuff later, I'm just like... Whoosh. Yeah, okay, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, we... Quinton... Um, sorry. Uh, Quinton keeps calling him Renz. Mm. And he turns around and like, no, it, it's Ren. It's French. And Quinton clicks and realizes this is the Ren, who is a, a convict who's managed to escape uh, seven maximum security prisons. 
quite impressive. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. And I also don't think no. the security prisons have um, chemical... Chemical, whatchamacallit, things. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he's... um. Yeah, pretty interesting. He's, he's an interesting character. Hmm. Uh, I kind of wish we got more of him, because he's not long for this world, unfortunately. Oh, no. <laughs> I would make the movie way too easy. He's too capable. This is true. Red nods. He boots another room. He tells them the only reason he hasn't left them behind is because he needs their boots. He hops into a blue room and immediately goes, shit. <laughs> yeah. The door closes behind him, getting that... Suddenly that air pressure noise is really unsettling, because he goes... <laughs> And you're like, yeah. oh, he fucked. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like it really is like a lock mechanism. Yeah. yeah, it really makes you feel like you're locked in now. Because mm. he immediately knows something's wrong as soon as he lands in that room. He goes, oh, I fucked up. Yeah, uh, we see a little hose comes out of the, comes out of the How wall. How does he know he fucked up? I, like, wouldn't he have known beforehand? Maybe it's like a spidey sense. You know how you can sort yeah. of sense when people are looking at you, even when they're like behind you and stuff. Yeah, maybe it's that kind of feeling. Maybe where you just hopped in the room and just went. Oh, yeah, maybe it's like right. a sensor or... Mm. Mm. It sprays him in the face and he screams as the door locks. Everyone desperately tries to get the door open and it kind of locks itself mm. for a couple of seconds. And when they do manage to wind it open, Ren is crawling through the crawl space, screaming. And they watch as Ren's face slowly dissolves in on itself. That was yucky. That was so cool. I love it. It was... Because these physical effects. Mm? Yeah, it must be. Yeah, the CG is not good enough. The CG was not. Well, the melting was obviously CGI. Maybe it's like, like chocolate, and they just poured like hot water. But the like, the end shot of of his face being melted and does look really good. It looks because like the last of his chin is like caving in. Yeah, well, like his whole face is caving. gone. It's like yeah. this crescent moon thing. And it's it, so but, like, cool. The inside of it looks like it was chemically burnt, and it's just the mush left over. Yeah. You know? He's screaming on the floor, like clawing at his face. Everyone ends up having to back away from him. And yeah, they they just watch as everything disappears until we've just got this crescent moon of a skull left. Mm. Awesome. My favourite part about his death is how he spent like ages monologuing before he went into the room about how great he was and about how he was going to get out of here. <laughs> Maybe he was immediately just... died. I think it's pure hubris. He's like, so yeah, good. I'm the shit. And then stepped in the room and, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Quinton laments that even the Wren couldn't figure out this place. Hello. So neither can you. Yeah. The man who escaped seven maximum security prisons died here. So we kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. Holloway tries to figure out why they're here. Um, you know, what did we do to deserve this? Are we being punished? She's trying to figure out a reason of some sort. Quinton thinks they're here for a reason. All of them, specifically. You know, we had an escape artist, we've got a doctor, a cop. What does it want? What is it thinking? Yeah, that's yeah. when you find out that he's a cop and you go, oh, for fuck's sake. The point of this yeah. movie oh, is yeah. that cops are useless. But it, it, he is right that he is. there is some sort of pattern to why they're here. Yeah, at the same time. And there's also... the others serve a purpose. What the fuck purpose does he serve aside from being a cop? Mm. But there's elements... Like to the cube design, like the numbers, for example, mm. that feels almost put there just for eleven. Yeah, you know, or Kazan. Yeah, yeah, true. Who we who we will meet shortly. I but think. then you look at like Holloway. Oh, I guess she could be used like as medical assistance, like, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. And, stuff. and then I guess the cop is meant to be quote unquote the leader, mm. and Ren is meant to be like the intelligence on about the traps. Yeah, or like so a... it's supposed to be like a team effort, and yeah. if you have all the pieces. You 
Well, the whole theoretically, thing is kind of like a puzzle. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Theoretically, if you have all the pieces, all the people, then you can get out easier. Or theoretically, you could just <laughs> get good. Yeah. <laughs> The ending. So, I can imagine you in this movie with like Ren just gets sprayed in the face with ass, and you're like, "Well, get, get good, good, bitch." R.I.P. <laughs> sucker. So Holloway's lamenting, and she's like, "You know, what does it want? What is it thinking?" And Worth is just in the corner, and he just mumbles, "One down, four to go." And I was like, "Is there only four nice. now?" There's only four of them. Yet, yeah, true. Because we, we haven't met Kazan yet. Right, right. So we've only got. Worth, Holloway, Quinton, and Levin. And Ren's currently smouldering in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> dead, dead. dead. Um, Quint- Quinton's like, well, what's your purpose? Pointing at Worth. And Worth says, he's a nothing. He's worthy. He is, he is Whoa, a, just an office worker. His name was a choice. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, he's just an office worker, he says. And we learn that Quinton has kids, but he hasn't made peace with them. Hmm. Because he's like, I've got to get out of here, you know, I've got kids, I've got to make peace with them, I haven't made peace with that or whatever. Mm. And you're like, hmm, this comes up later. Yes. With some very good sass. Uh-huh. They've had things taken from them. Like, um, Holloway mentions that all of her rings and her amethyst necklace have gone, mm-hmm. but they left Levin with her reading glasses. They're not glasses she needs to see, they're reading glasses. Yeah. So very specifically, she's been left with them. He opens the door and checks the numbers. We learn that Levin studies math. That's her purpose. Yeah. That's why she's a fucking nerd. Yeah, you nerd. would not point like you would not pick her as such. Mm. But she kind of noticed the numbers earlier when they were crawling through. She was like, "Oh, that's weird." Mm. But then just kind of moved on. Yeah, yeah. I guess because she was, hadn't been given the like, quote unquote, permission. To, like, investigate. She checks the numbers, then checks the numbers at uh, at another entrance to the room and figures that the numbers are basically a room code. Mm. And if any of the numbers in the room code are a prime number, then it means the room is trapped. Yeah. And I mean... I don't know how the... Bloody how she figures that out, though. I'm immediately just like... She's in her... My brain. Yeah. Well... But they, they say because the room that Ren got killed in was a prime number. Right. And the room that they... She had seen the numbers of the room of another trapped room mm. or something like that. Maybe. And in her head, she'd already kind of done the math. Yeah. And gone, oh, prime numbers. True. I think the, the factor thing was more weird to me. Oh, yeah. When we get when we get to the nitty gritty math stuff later. I was like... I was oh, like, oh, well, I'm just oh. dead. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, it can never be me. She checks the numbers and decides that the next room in whatever direction, a white room, is safe. She does the math and figures there's no prime numbers. Levin mentions that all the traps they've seen have been prime numbers. And she says her brain just kind of remembers mm. numbers, is what she says. Can't relate. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Mm. I, so like, if everybody I knows gays can't do math. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've got that... Was it like um, numerical dyslexia or something like that? Oh. Like I have to stare at a number for a little while before they like are in the right order. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. All I can think about is the South African president. Have you guys seen that video? No. Jacob Zuma. There's like a video of him trying to say a large number on stage and he's like standing on stage. Oh no. Not to make fun of you or anything, but he's like 250. Oh, wait. <laughs> Two thousand five hundred and 
Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> Too hot. And just continues going. Oh like my god, that's he, like, doesn't know how to read the million. I mean, yeah. to be fair, I don't know how to do that either. But like, to be honest, when you're dealing with numbers that big, yeah, yeah, my brain would take a minute as well. But like, tell someone to say it to you beforehand, or write it like, like not forty numbers. million, yeah. four hundred thousand, instead of like numbers. forty. 300, yeah, 276, 291 or whatever. I hate Jacob's Uber, so... I mean, fair. Yeah. Better than numbers. Um, They throw a boot in, and nothing happens, and Levin yeets herself into the room. Yeah. (laughs) Because she's like, ladies first! (laughs) And I was like, I'm not brave enough for that shit. She's so confident in herself, and I wonder if it's just the fact that she's figured something out in her head. Yeah, and Like, for herself. It's being confirmed that it's yeah working it's true like the her method is like but even so like the boot trick was done in the room that killed ren Mm -hmm. and he still died i would send someone else first true actually yeah i would not yeet myself into that room yeah (laughs) but she does and she jumps around and screaming prime numbers prime numbers prime numbers like a nerd (laughs) hey i'd be thankful to have this nerd if i was in this situation actually She's a pretty great nerd, all things considered. She's, yeah. She's a yeah, she's, she's a, an alright character. Yeah. You, as a as a human being, she's got her flaws. Yeah. As we see later. For being so smart, you would have thought she might have figured out other shit. Yeah. As well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we get unsettling music now. I think this is where we get the like, like the full Friday the Thirteenth. yeah. With the sort of stretching screen and everything yeah. like that, and the weird montage music as they move from room to room, color to color. I love that we don't see the characters in this little mm. montage. Basically, we just get this weird stretched out look at the different cube rooms, which I think yeah. is really cool. Yeah, because it makes like... it, creates a sort of dissonance and. Mm. Stuff like that. Yeah. We see numbers and numbers flying past the screen and stuff like that as Levin tries to figure out the math and they wonder how long they've been in there. An LSD trip. It does. Yeah. Because of the stretching rooms and the camera's spinning and we've got Dutch angles. And... Mm. Have you ever seen The Beach? The Beach. Got Leonardo DiCaprio in it. No, I have not. It just reminds me of like a very similar scene. Oh, so. okay. I think he's high, or it's like was, just a Was that where he was just going insane? Yeah, yeah. 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 And it was also like that kind of similar moment. Oh, okay. Did they do the stretchy screen thing as well? I'd really like that for some reason. Maybe. maybe. Or maybe more like Fisheye. I can't. Oh, Fisheye. It was like 2000s. Oh, like ah, yeah. I should look up this movie. It's good. It's based on a book. They get the book to... is much more brutal. Oh, I, love, I love it when that happens. Oh, when I find a horror movie, they find out it's based I've on a book. book. If you want to read it. As well. I might do actually. Yeah. I'm finishing The Shining at the moment. Loving it. I've got like 40 more pages, if that. That's good. So good. I, yeah, I probably couldn't finish a Stephen King. Really? I He's my like go-to, I don't really need to pay attention kind of read. Yeah. Like I just kind of flick through the pages and just... it flows really nicely for me. Yeah. Because other authors I have to like actively pay attention to. That's fair. That's fair. I used to be a really big, like, avid Stephen King reader, and then I got older and realised that he writes women really fucking weird. Yeah, he does. He does write kids really well, though. Why does he write women weird? Just just the way. It, they're always, like, oddly submissive. They're very yeah. submissive and, like, very sexual. Mm. And... Oh, he's a man. Yeah. yeah. He is. It's just, like, none of the female characters really have a lot of agency except for, like... Obvious examples like Carrie, I guess. All the yeah, 
all the female characters that have agency are usually there's only usually like one per novel yeah instead of active, mm. actively having like a couple of characters but anyway they get to another room Quinton watches her as she tries to figure out the, the numbers to the next room and they hear the mechanical hum again Holloway screams that she desperately needs a smoke and also she hasn't smoked in like 10 yeah, years or something yeah, like yeah. that she's that like I love it she's just like I need a smoke and then yeah. she's like I haven't smoked in 10 years but god I would kill for a cigarette yeah. maybe this is a situation where you could be forgiven for falling off the wagon yeah, yeah. I think so um, this situation yeah. has made me like Shit, maybe I need to start taping my vape to, like, my arm. So that, like, or, like, a hidden area so that if I ever get kidnapped, (laughs) at least I'll have my vape. And a charger and some extra pods. So you can be like, oh, no, I've been kidnapped. Yeah, oh. (laughs) Head rush time. Come on, I've been asleep. It could be a weapon, you know, you take a big puff and as the killer walks over, you blow smoke in their face and then whack them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. It can be very sad when the steam gets blown in your face, like in a test. (laughs) If you have an issue. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that one or two. One or twice you've accidentally done it and it was funny. Accidentally. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do do it accidentally. (laughs) Either way, a nicotine headbrush is still. mess somebody up yeah. yeah for sure I love the concept of you being able to gauge how long you've been unconscious by the head rush yeah <laughs> dude it's like a- yeah they're like how long have we been here and you're like check your pulse and you're just like about eight hours yeah <laughs> it's a survival tool man like could be a new market <laughs> how far into nicotine withdrawal yeah. am I <laughs> am I sweating yet how angry am I? <laughs> um, she's basically... Holloway's just trying to stay occupied. She says that she needs to talk. She needs to talk. She needs to keep her mind occupied. She asks how many kids Quinton has. He has three kids. He's separated from his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all we hear before Levin sort of announces that the next room is clear and they and Holloway jumps through. Quinton and Worth kind of have a minute. They have a little conversation there. They you can you can already tell they don't get along. No, no, it's just Quentin trying to be like, down boy. Yeah, he's like I'm the man. You're a worthless piece of shit. Yeah. And you're like, dude, he already feels like that, you can tell. Yeah. And like <laughs> He's also, depressed and just kind of plodding is along. Is this where he Is this where he brought up the fact that he helped? No, 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 that's a little bit later. Okay. Yeah. They reach a room. He's already like Quinton's already making assumptions. Yeah, he he thinks there's something wrong with Worth. Yeah, but it's like I'm like, oh dude's God. just depressed. He yeah. woke up in a trap hell hole. Like, yeah. leave him alone. Why aren't you doing this? <laughs> like some people, like no offense, if I was to wake up in a situation like that and it was the odds of getting out was not very like high. If the I odds of <laughs> screw it. If the prerequisite to getting out was math. Yeah. I'd find the edge and yeet myself out. Pretty much. Or I'd find like, a trap okay, that's going day. to kill me really quickly. Yeah, that'd be smart. <laughs> I'm not going to the acid room because that shit hurts. Mm, mm. Maybe the wire room because it's kind of instant. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Talk about killing ourselves now. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of how we'd survive, how we'd kill ourselves. Yeah, though, like, the people who look at that and just go, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to try my hardest to survive. I'm just like, I don't Can't relate. Can't relate. Yeah. Well, yeah. can you imagine the disappointment if, like, the government's watching or whatever, and they're like, okay, we're ready for a new game. Oh, they're waking up, and you wake up, and you just go, uh, yeah. oh, well, life's over. You open the door and just yeet yourself. Yeah, that's like, I will to live. <laughs> and they're just like, what do they expect? And they're just like, oh, hmm. Didn't see that coming. 
Um, anyway, they reach a room and they realize there's traps on all sides. They can't make it to the, the edge this way. They have to backtrack or whatever. Quinton says he'll go and read the numbers to Levin from above, because the only way they haven't checked is the room above them, which means climbing all the fucking monkey bars mm. to get up. So he goes up and he says he'll read the numbers down. The door is stuck and he um, and when he does get it open, a man falls out. Kazan! He goes, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, oh god, awesome. if you I assume he fell in a straight line, which probably means he landed on the handle. Of the door yeah. at the bottom. I'm pretty sure Worf fell on the handle at some he point, did. too. He, he definitely yeah. did. Oh, that looked painful. Mm-hmm. Um, he immediately stands up and he clearly has developmental issues or something like that. I'd say he's... They say he's autistic later. Do they? They do. That's incorrect. I think Holloway says. That's not autism. That's just... It's the 90s assumption of what autism yeah. is. I think it's more... He's it got... Would, he's got a, like... It'd be like a, a, like a learning disability. Yeah. yeah. As you say, he's developmentally challenged. He's developmentally yeah. challenged. And he's got, like, um, a twitch in his hand as well. He's always, like, sort of pressing his middle finger into it. I think it's a twitch. I think it's more like a coping mechanism. Like, oh, like a stress thing. Yeah, because he's, obvi- yeah. yeah. he's obviously, yeah. like... Quite stressed. He repeats things to yeah. keep himself calm. To keep himself calm and things like that. That's why he keeps going trap, 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 trap. trap. And not the red room. Because he doesn't like red rooms yeah, and things yeah. like that. He lightly taps his head against the wall, you know, because uh, he's he's panicked. He doesn't really know what's going on. So yeah, he goes to the end of the room and just starts I'm not sure banging Quentin his head. Quentin is like yelling at him. Yeah. Quentin is an asshole yeah. to him from the get go. Like, none of them are except Holloway. Oh, except Holloway. Is oh, like really yeah. treating the situation well. Yes. It's like, how do you expect him to react if you were just. Because Levin's complaining because Kazan almost landed on her. Worth hasn't said anything and Quinton's yelling at him. So Kazan goes to the end of the room and just lightly taps his head against the wall, kind of like a coping mechanism or something like that, I suppose. Some sort of, like, a calming tick? It can something to also like... be, yeah, like, I, I know autistic people, it's, like, not a stimming thing, but a... It could be an overstimulation thing. Yeah. Mm. It happens to me sometimes. I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of, like, autistic where if I get really worked up, I'll start, like, hitting my head. Right. Yeah. Right, right, I see. Yeah. But he's, he's not, like, hitting his head, though. He's just, no, just lightly tapping, tapping it. it. Yeah. But, but it could be the same kind of... It, it could definitely be the same kind of thing. Holloway, the angel that she fucking is, goes over to assist. Um, she just kind of puts her hand in the way so he's not um, hitting his head against the metal. Such a small gesture. Mm-hmm. So nice. He's not telling him off for doing it. No. She connects with him. Offering to to look after him, basically, because everyone else is kind of complaining about it. Uh, and she says that she'll make sure he's okay. And Levin is like, well, the room above us is clearly safe. Mm-hmm. Because he almost landed on my fucking head. Uh, Kazan... Wish he did. <laughs> Wish he did just kill Levin. Mm-hmm. Kazan opens the next room. They realise that they can't climb up because Kazan can't do that. He can't climb. So they Interesting. Have, so they have to backtrack. Because... They they bribe him to do it later. Right. But they decide they can't go back up because Kazan won't be able to do it. Right. That's he won't be able right. to continue to do it. Yeah. So they backtrack and go around. Um, Kazan opens the next door. Levin making bitchy comments about him as she goes up to check the numbers. Mm-hmm. Saying something like, oh, at least he's good for something. I think it's was the so comment. Horrible to it's it. so uncomfortable. It, it's unreasonably uncomfortable. It's yeah. like milk. 
it's, it's not good. Sure. I don't even know if it was meant to be good at that point. I think it's meant to I show how... Meant to be good, but I feel like that was the general attitude at the time. But I also feel like, in a way, they're kind of... It's just... It's showing that these comment, are, like, not good people. Yeah, but you can make a comment on it, but then there's making fun. And then it's just, like, mm. taking it to the extreme, you know? Yeah. But they were really harsh. I genuinely got the feeling that the audience was expected to agree to some degree. I don't necessarily think that. I just think it's it helps perpetuate the bad idea. It does help perpetuate the idea. I don't, don't think that they were trying to get the audience on board with thinking that Kazan's a, a, a quote-unquote burden or whatever. Yeah. I do or, think that... I think it horrible people. subconscious. Mm. Because that was the attitude back then. I guess so. People were not very kind about developmentally challenged people. The thing is, like, horrible people will watch that and then be like, oh, yes, he is. Oh, yeah, he's fucking useless. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Good thing they didn't just. uh, But I don't think the director was trying to get you to agree. No. Um, I don't think it was intentional. Holloway and Quinton debate about knowing where their taxpayer dollars go or something like that because she is 100% convinced this is the government. I agree. Mm, this, this feels like a government thing. Quinton thinks this is all some rich guy's entertainment, so it's not the government, it's one guy in particular. Uh, Holloway laughs at the comment, thinking that that's ridiculous, but you know, the comment she made about aliens earlier was perfectly reasonable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anything that Quinton says is stupid. She hops into the next room and suddenly can't breathe. And Holloway? I was like, hmm? Holloway? Holloway. True. She, she coughs, and everyone's like, oh my god, get back! You know, she's choking to death. And then Kazam starts screaming because and he goes you know, trap, 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 doesn't he? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Because you know the one nice, the one person who's been nice to him is now dying, mm. um, and no one else seems to give a shit really. The next room, oh yeah, she swallows her button. That was it. True. She hopped into the room and the force had like thrown the button down her throat. Yeah. But she is actually okay, and she goes to yeah, yeah she goes to help Kazam. The next room, uh, White isn't prime. Quinton steps inside and Levin stops him because there's wires right in front of him. We get this cool focus change Mm. where you can't see it and then the focus of the shot changes and then you can see all the wires. True, true. Which is very cool. Uh, He rolls out, uh, out of the way just as they come down, which cuts his leg. Holloway patches him up um, as Kazan sort of cries in the background yeah, Worth goes to try and sort of help Kazan a bit. Quinton voices his concerns about Worth to to Holloway, thinking that he might be in on this. His only function so far has been has been to kick us when we're down, is what he says. How? Yeah, he's just existed. He's just there. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I guess he means the like snarky comments. Yeah, but they're not even like... that snarky. No, they're more just like self-deprecating. Mm. And it's also just personal opinion. Yeah. Quinton. Quinton, shut the fuck up. Pretty much. And cops don't think people are allowed those. And also, not everyone is to blame. Yeah. Like, oh my god. He was just trying to point blame. He's so... Yeah. Why would Quinton, not Quinton, Worth, put him in that, like, situation? Put himself in that situation? Yeah, to think that he's in on it. Yeah. And also in the queue. Mm. Fucking stupid. No. Three days without water? Like, why would you want to also... Voluntarily put yourself up Quentin. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Mm. No. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his logic is. Like, how, if he is a plant, how does this work? It's the only thing that he can think of because he's not smart. Yeah, true. 
They're inter- interrupted as Worth helps Kazan inside to the to the next room. Levin needs more time with the numbers, she says. They weren't prime. The room with the wires that almost killed Quinton, the numbers weren't prime. So she doesn't understand why it's not, mm. why it was trapped. Which is crazy. And she mm. thinks maybe the numbers are more complex than that and she needs more time with them. And I'm like, oh, oh, this is a math problem. But oh, I'm so like if, fucked. <laughs> if the prime numbers weren't relevant, how do, how do they stay safe? They are, they but they're more complicated than Right, that. right. We do learn later. I did write it down. I don't understand it, but I did write down what yeah. she says. Yeah. <laughs> she says some weird... She, weird she says some math thing, stuff. Yeah. We cut to later as Levin scratches equations into a wall using her button. Love this. Yeah. As like an ongoing buttons, thing like, that she does. Yeah. And the buttons also just come into play a bit. Quite a bit, actually. Yeah. yeah. They're like, like sucking on it for the saliva. Yeah, and she's just sat there scratching away on the wall doing math equations with yeah. a button. Mm. I'm like, that is really cool. You know, don't have, don't have pen and paper, so. Yeah. She's trying to break the numbers down. Kazan goes for a P. Uh, everyone complains. Holloway just kind of ushers him into the corner. And she's like, what? He's Where got else? a P. Yeah. Like, leave him the fuck alone. God, I love Holloway. Yeah, me She's too. She's awesome. She's like the only redeemable character, honestly. Levin and Quinton complain about it. because She's like, great, now it smells like pee in here. I'm like, well, what the fuck do you want? Also, you're going to move on. Yeah. As soon as you figure out those fucking numbers, yeah. stop bitching, get down to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all your fault. You're stopping this from, like, moving on. Come on. Quinton threatens Worth, telling them that he has a job to do or be left behind. Is what he says. What job? He just told you that he's an office worker. Yeah. What's he going to do? I think his job is to look after Kazan, I think is what what Quinton has decided. But, like, why? Because Holloway's doing it. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Because Quinton's decided. Because Holloway's the doctor, and that's what Quinton decided. So Worth needs a job, otherwise he's worthless and should just be left behind. Yeah. It's not like you've got rations to share or anything like that. Like, there is no downside to taking him with you. Yeah, like, it's just... And what's he going to do? Like, sacrifice all of you? Or, like, yeah. you all? He's your only... The only thought You guys is... are, like, his only way out. Yeah, and, I mean, Quentin thinks that he's in on this whole thing. But that makes no logical sense at all. No. So there is no downside to taking an extra person with you. Even if they only give, like, a small bit of verbal input. Mm. Or they're just there to test rooms. Or, you know. Yeah, Quentin's logic is just... So flawed. Yeah. But they are taking it in turns to test the rooms. We haven't sort of mentioned that. But, you know, they throw the boot in. If the boot's safe and there's no prime numbers or whatever like that, they take it in turns to be the Mm. first one to go in. So, yeah, Quentin's yelling at him and he says, Worth snaps back saying, not all of us are conceited enough to play hero. Mm -hmm. Quentin says it's a case of survival. I love him. Quentin, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, all the snarky comments to Quentin from Holloway and Worth. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Quentin says it's a case of survival, and he asks Worth why he didn't just lay down and die. Real nice, real nice shit. He opens the door to the room that had the wire trap in it and tells Worth to hop on in. Show us you're a real man. Oh, my God. And I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, just fuck off. At this point, we were still like... Mm, don't know if we're meant to like him. <laughs> like, were you taking it under 90s context like, as well? Yes. This would have been acceptable back then. Yeah, I was assuming that the cop would be the hero. Right. In yeah. movie. Mm. Yeah. Were you pleasantly supply- uh, surprised yes. then? I was delighted. 
Uh, Worth says he's just being re- realistic. He's not suicidal. Yeah. Great. And I love this as well. As he's just like such a true I'm j- statement. Yeah. I, I'm still gonna keep going. Yeah. But, but I'm being it... realistic and just going like, hey, chances are pretty fucking slim. <laughs> and also, like, what else can you do? What else can Worth do? Yeah. He, he can't do the numbers. He's not a mathematician no. or anything like that. Worth tells Quinton that there is no way out of here. He kind of snaps. And Holloway asks how he knows that. We learn that Worth designed the outer shell of this place. Mm. Not the actual cube rooms, nothing to do with the cube rooms, just the outer shell. The exterior... He was contracted to make a hollow shell of a cube. He doesn't know who hired him. He only talked with other specialists, each of them designing small pieces of this thing. Like the door guy, or the guy who designed yeah. the handles, or the guy who, like... But it's like, how how high up in the planning was he, then? I don't know. He, he must he... have been quite high up, because he knew the numbers of, like... Well, he had the diameters for the the, the, the shell yeah. he he was constructing. Right. So, but was he like an architect, or was he actually building it? I assume he was the architect because he said right. he was an office worker. Yeah. So he would have just designed the shell. True. True. So he had to know the dimensions of it. Mm. Holloway believes him. Um, people don't realize what they're adding to the to the greater part of the machine and she mentions like you know you make us you make a spring in in saskatoon and it ends up being like the essential component to an atom bomb in washington or mm. something like that and i think that's a really good way of putting it as well a really interesting way of putting it she's relieved not to be paranoid and i think this is where i get one of my favorite lines where she's like screaming she's like they'll never call me paranoid again we've got to get out of here so we can you know we can tell everyone yeah I love I, this little freak out she has. Like, if you didn't know she was a doctor, you'd think she was just this, like, eccentric. Yeah, she sounds like a conspiracy nut. Yeah, like, she, she sounds like a... All I'll say is two things can be true. This is true. And yeah. she is in a death cube, so not really a conspiracy at this yeah, point. True. <laughs> Pretty proven, actually. So she she's so excited to, you know, get out and tell everyone the truth. And Worth just turns to her and says, there's no one in charge. It's just a headless blunder. And she she just can't... Quinton and, and Holloway just can't accept that as a concept. Yeah. And they're talking about, like, the... Just the purpose. You. Yeah, and, like, what's the point? Yeah. They must have built this for a reason. And and he, he just says, you know, if this place ever had a purpose, it got lost in the shuffle. Yeah. People, people handed it off to other people, and whatever meaning it had got lost. Mm. And then she turns around and she's like... Well, why put people in here then? And this is my favorite, favorite part of it, because you have to use it or admit that it's pointless. That was a very good True. one. And I was like, that is very, very dark. Yeah. Extremely nihilistic. So nihilistic. But like, and also I love it. A heavy comment on what the, it feels like the government does sometimes. Yeah. Just put things into place. I mean, just look at, like, the pointless roadworks they do and stuff like Mm -hmm. that just to spend the taxpayers' money so they can ask for more tax money next year. And they don't even do it properly. Yeah. It's that kind of feeling where it's like, well, we built it. We have to use it or we have to admit that we built it for no reason. Yeah. Think about fucking KiwiSaver. Don't even get me started on fucking KiwiSaver. Rip off. (laughs) Scam. Uh, Quinton doesn't hide his disdain for Worth and Worth says he feels the same about himself. And I was like, oh, buddy. Bless Worth. 
he figures the reason they're in here uh, they're there is because it's out of control he says that if they're in here it's because it's out of control levin kind of agrees with worth as well does that mean the world's out of control or just or this whole project or whatever yeah you know Worth's, uh, Worth says he stayed to confess, or that's what they assume anyway, that he stayed with them to confess his sins or whatever. Wasn't like that, that Quentin? It was uh, Holloway. It might have been Holloway. Yeah, but like, that's so stupid. It's like... Mm. Maybe he stayed with you for survival. Mm. Maybe he didn't know that he was inside the cube. Right I, I think he knew, and that's why I hear that yeah. sort of staring into the middle distance the second he woke up, woke up. Yeah, but he also must have been thinking the whole time, like, what does this mean? what can be done and then he probably like went through all of the motions in his head and then just went nothing but also he only designed the outer shell yeah he he knew nothing of everything else true so he had limited knowledge anyway yeah and it's not like he's to blame yeah yeah we kind of hear the rumbling again and quinton in a fit of rage punches the shit out of worth before levin and holloway end up stopping him Oh, wow, the cop re- reacted instinctively with violence. I know, right? What a surprise. I have no doubt that Quentin would have beaten Worth to death if yeah. Levin, Levin and Holloway hadn't stopped him. Mm-hmm. 100%. Levin asks Worth if there's a door out, uh, a door out on the outer shell. He says there's one, and she's like, where? And he's like, wherever the door guy put it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, again, this nihilism as no. well. Sarcastic nihilism where he's just like, look, I'm telling you everything I can. Yeah. <laughs> um, he does tell her the diameters. He says it's 434 foot square was the size of the shell he had to build. Levin measures the room and accounts for the fact that there's probably a one room gap between the edge of the cube and the outer shell. <sighs> yeah, because he mentions that the the shell doesn't touch the inner part of the cube, is what he says. So she right. figures there must be about a cube's distance between the shell and the Rubik's Cube mm-hmm. that they're in. Levin figures that the entire cube is 26 by 26 by 26. The way, the fact that she figures this out was insane. Yeah, she just measures the room in feet, yeah. estimates it, goes, okay, well, if you say that it's it was 400 and whatever feet squared, then it means it's this by this by this. <laughs> and I'm just like... With that, you know that meme? With, <laughs> with the lady staring yeah, into yeah, the yeah, distance like, with all the math equations yeah. flying past? Yeah, yeah, that was me when I'm like, what? <laughs> and then also, like, the number that she gives out, like, the amount of rooms... There is, is insane. 17,576 yeah. rooms in total. Like, excuse me? like, 26 to the power of 26 in her head. And then, really like, quickly. Yeah. How do you even comprehend getting out of there, then? Like, yeah. In my head, I'd be like, ah, where's the next <laughs> trap room? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's 17,576 rooms in total. Woo! Woo! Boy. That's a few rooms to, you know, mosey on through. Just one or two, it'll be fine. <laughs> Levin checks the numbers again. Okay, Levin checks the numbers again and realizes that the numbers are actually markers, grid references to where they are in the map of rooms in the cube. She calculates that there are about seven Give rooms. Give this lady a fucking award. <laughs> What's the Nobel, Nobel Prize, Prize award? Yeah. <laughs> for, for, for math. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. She's insanely smart. She's so smart. She's like the only freaking thing that got them out of here, mate. Yeah, true. Yeah. There are about seven rooms from the edge. Ow! Like, if... Uh, okay. If you're going to put humans... In, in a rat maze like this. Yes. 
and there are 17,000 cues. Why not put them right smack bang in the middle? And not so Because then you'd have the you'd have to travel through all those rooms to drop them off. Yeah, well then like instead of plan what for we that. find out later. My god, mm. the architects are terrible. They argue as the rumblings continue, Quinton volunteers worth to test every room. Thanks, Quentin. But Holloway fights them on it. Yeah. She's like, absolutely fucking not. We take turns. Yeah, always. So also, nice. you, Quentin, you go first. Yeah. Your turn, Quentin. <laughs> Please. Straight into, yeah. straight into the wire room. <laughs> Levin is stumped by a couple of numbers. The numbers would indicate that the room they're in would be outside the cube. Mm. And that doesn't make sense. But yeah, I don't know how she didn't figure it out at this point. Oh, what? The... the, the 27 thing. Yeah, but this cube would be outside of... How it makes so much sense. Well, because they don't know that the rooms move yet. Yeah. I know, but like... But that's so weird. That's such a weird anomaly. Someone that smart, you would think she'd be like, what the fuck does that mean? And like... Mm. Past I know they. I guess because they're the in such a like... rush because they're so close to the edge. Yeah. That they're like, okay, we just have to keep moving. And they did think this was their way out as well. Yeah, true. They open a door on the floor, which is a blue room, where sound-activated knife things come out of the walls. This was the best CGI moment. <laughs> this is the point where I fell asleep. And that, that, that's the part of which I knew that Anya was asleep because she didn't comment on the CGI. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, the CGI was something else, man. And they did it so many times. They were they, like, yeah, they look, at our, look at our effects, guys. <laughs> look how good it is. So they showed them like four then, times. The yes. way that it went back into the wall and the holes, just they had no so depth. depth. Like yeah. no depth. Yeah, it absolutely. Just, it was so yeah. good. It was. Yeah. I love it. Uh, it does look better than the the man who gets cubed earlier. Mm-hmm. So it does look better than that. But um, yeah, it's they, they realize that they're right next to the edge and all of the rooms are trapped. Mm. So they can't actually move forward. Quinton suggests that they just go through because they're running out of boots anyway. Quinton wants to leave. Where, Quinton? Yeah, Quinton wants to leave Kazan behind as well. Yeah. He's like, he's not coming. Yeah, literally just decides it. States it. Just push him into the hole and go, what? (laughs) And watch him get skewered. The pig wants to just let the mentally... I'd chuck him into a hole with a boot and then be like, here you go, boot looker. (laughs) (laughs) Since you want to be a boot looker so bad. And this is... And he immediately gets chastised by Holloway, who says, shame on you, what have you turned into? What are you, actually? Yeah, what are you? Uh, No moral human being would ever... And Levin kind of hops in with Quinton. Yeah. Kind of. I think she is just out of desperation. Yeah. Because she says, she's trying to convince Holloway that they'd come back for him. A lie. You would, if you got out of this thing, you would never come back. No. Absolutely no. Just take him with. Yeah. Mm. I think it was because of the sound thing. Yeah, because he, he like, yells being, when like, he gets trapped. nervous and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because one of the rooms was sound trapped, but, like, still. And Worth promises, though, that he'll be quiet. So Worth is with Holloway at this point. And he's also quite creepy with it. Is he? Worth. Oh, Worth. Not, not creepy, but he's like, oh, he'll be quiet. And oh, really? Of, 
Did you think he was going to do something to, to Kazan? Not like hurt him. Oh, right. Just like if he needed to put his hand over his mouth or something. Oh, yeah. Like to stop him from screaming. Well, if it saved somebody's life. Yeah, yeah. You, that's you might fine. Have to. I'm just saying, like, that's just what it sounded like. Mm. Like, if I need to, I will take the means to. But Quinton, you know, volunteers worth to go first. He's like, fine, we'll take Kazan, but you go first. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll fuck off. The group sits in silence. They lower Worth into the trapped room, and I was half expecting Quentin to set it off just to kill Worth. Yeah. To be honest. True, because he was climbing into... He was the first one to that room. Yeah. yeah. God, that scene was scary. I was so sure someone was going to die. Mm-hmm. It's very tense. They do yeah. so well making this yeah. very intense. Uh, they make it to the door, and luckily the mechanical rumbling doesn't set off the knives mm. well because they established beforehand that the door yeah the door doesn't set it off and neither does like that rumbling that keeps going true, overhead true yeah because that happens just as Worth reaches the door and you hear that <laughs> but the knives don't set off imagine building this thing it would be insane yeah. Worth tests the next room and it's clear all silently This is, we get like 10 minutes of silence and it's really really good and like all you can really hear is like the, the slight of like their hands touching yeah. the middle and that fluorescent hum mm. which is always in the background Levin is back lowered rooms. next uh, sorry it's like the back rooms yeah <laughs> oh my god it is yeah is this just a back room sci-fi version oh my god then Holloway and then Kazan um and also why is everyone just casually waiting in the booby trapped room they've established that the room next to them is safe and they're all just kind of standing at the bottom of the room that all the knives come out of. Are they? The sound one? Yeah. No, Le- I thought, I thought they, they moved. moved. Well, um... And in the next one. Worth tests the next room. Yeah. And, but, like, Worth and Holloway are, like, standing at the bottom as Kazan is climbing down. Ah, uh, maybe... I don't know. I and I was like, oh. I thought it was just Holloway that stands there. Well, I, I think, well. yeah, I think Holloway tells Worth to go and she'll look after Kazan. Right, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. that's what's going on. Um, yes. Kazan climbs down on the wrong side. That freaked me out. I was like... Oh. You're like, please, please don't kill these yeah. two. Please don't, yeah. please, no, don't do this. No, no. <laughs> it's insanely, considering there's not many deaths in this movie, we only have, like, five characters. Yeah. I was expecting a lot more death. But this movie is very tense. Mm. Uh, Holloway fetches him. His foot gets stuck on the door that's in the floor. It gets stuck on the little handle. He almost calls out. I was scared that he was going to open it. You know when it was like stuck on his... On his, like, the the pant leg, yeah. I was scared that he was going to open it and just fall down. (gasps) Because he was twisting it. Oh, true, true. Yeah. So I was like... Oh my god, oh my god, please make him stop, please. <laughs> he almost called out to, Ho- uh, to Holloway, and Holloway's like, no, no, no. Like, hand on mouth. Yeah. Like, Don't do it. Don't. Don't. And he does. He's he's very good about it. Gumdrops. Yeah, gumdrops. We'll give you gumdrops. Holloway helps him to the safe room, while Quinton lowers himself. Um, below the door, Kazan got stuck on, spins open. It doesn't set off the trap, obviously. And Does this one open the door that he got... The bottom door. The bottom door, yeah. It twists right. open and goes... Ah, uh, yeah. And, you know, I don't know why they thought it would set off the trap, but it doesn't. I think I said the same thing. I was like, you've already established the doors don't set off the trap. So yeah. Like, yeah. freaking out. Yeah. But well, Kazan, having seen this, goes, oh! Because, you know, it didn't set off the trap. And that sets off the trap. Quinton just manages to yeet himself through the through the door to where everyone else is. Oh, true, the door opens safe. after... 
Mm. After the Oridian and and Quinton's climbing down. Quinton starts threatening poor Kazan, saying, or or worth, or both of them, saying that, you know, they've been planted to kill them and all that shit. (sighs) That's right, he's about to punch Kazan or something like that. And that's when Holloway grabs his fist and screams at him, let go of him, you Nazi. Ah! Yeah, that's such a funny comment. And I was you just like, Nazi! Yeah. <laughs> like, go yeah, in your Nazi! Based, based behavior. And I was like, I just love how she like, closes her eyes and she's like, she like, She literally like closes her eyes and shakes yeah. her head. She went all in, man. I fucking love it. Yeah. No, but like, at this stage, I'm just like, holy fucking, where's your logic coming from, Quentin? And he turns around okay. and he... Like, why do you think you're the main character? Why do you think it's all about you? He, logic. he digs into her as well. He's just he like, does. and what's wrong with you? No, no man, man to fuck yes. fuck Maybe up. this bitch is a lesbian. You, know, no you ki- don't know her life. He starts with no kids yeah. at your age. And I'm like, maybe she doesn't want children. Maybe no. she's a career woman. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't like children. Maybe she doesn't fight the right man. Maybe she wants to adopt, you know. How does he know? Maybe he, he doesn't have children. He doesn't. He's making assumptions. He's making awful. assumption. And yeah, we get the um, no man to fuck you, so you go around sniffing other people's business. Yeah. Levin comes to Holloway's defense, and he slaps her. That was a that lot. Was something. Yeah. Oh I no, not yet. Sorry. My shit. He says, "No wonder your wife." She Holloway says to Quinton, "No wonder your wife, wife left, left you. you." And then he slaps her. She points out the flirting with Levin. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah. Because because oh, she's like, she's you like, know, you no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no wonder your wife left you. You got a thing for young girls. That was sp- such a spicy comment because I think that established that we're not meant to like the cop. Yeah. Yeah. He smacks her across the face hard, hard. like. There is an echo to that smack. Like, it was like a, like a. And she hear the. She takes it like a champion as well. She just puts her hand to her face and. And then she says, "Kind of laughs at your kids like that." Yes. Incredible character. She asks if if he smacked his cat kids around like that too. Yeah. And you could see the look on his face. He was like, that's he literally he literally has a moment of realization. He sits in. He's like. Oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah. And then he just moves on. And I love that she she's she she laughs the pain away as well. Yeah. When she when he smacks her, it clearly hurts, and she just goes. She takes you know. Man. Is this what you know? Is this what you do to your kids? Yeah. Is this why you haven't made peace with them? Yeah. Which also, is that comment he made earlier? Like instead of going off at him and like freaking out, like I probably would have. Like I would have been like, "You guys are this." She actually yeah. like lands him with a really hurtful comment. Yeah. And she takes it like a man, so you must feel. And I think this was. is the point where he he's decided already to do what he does later. Mm-hmm. They've come to the edge of the cube. Can't for that. Yeah. <laughs> Worth opens the door. Um, and I love the 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 makeup that they've done for the characters. I just noticed it at this point. You can see like heavy bags under their eyes now, oh, and you can okay. see that their lips are cracking and stuff yeah, like that. Um, Quentin's lips we, one were really one, bad. What were going on? Yeah. yeah. We open the door and we see from outside into where they're looking out and there's nothing. Mm. You can see the shell mm. and then just pitch black below. Nothing. They can see the shell, but it's a good distance away. Quentin climbs out just to have a look around, I guess. But he realizes... At this point, kick him off. Grab his legs and just... Literally just... <laughs> 
<laughs> like, you don't need him. You don't need him. No, nah, what what's your purpose? Yeah. You're just purpose kicking us when not. we're down. Obviously. I just attention. realized the point of this whole entire movie. Do you want to say it now or you want to save it for the end? Save it for the end. Okay. But try try and remember it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, he realizes, uh, Quentin realizes there's nowhere to climb down, and he suggests getting someone to swing to the other side to see if they can find a door or a way out. They make a rope of clothes, and Holloway volunteers. They were going to put Levin, but because she's the math wizard, Holloway's the next lightest, and she kind she's of... Quentin, man. She kind of like, I don't know, there's an amount of acceptance when she volunteers herself. Like, well, this is where I die. It just, it kind of felt like that. Take it away from Quentin. Yeah, Quentin says he'll go, but he's the heaviest, so. Yeah, but like. Trustworthy. Mm. But he also continues, like, fighting it. He doesn't want to let her go. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm going to do it. Yeah, true. And she says, anyway, it's Mm -hmm. my turn. Worth and Holloway have a human moment together where, you know, they she tries to reassure him, like give mm. him some purpose and stuff like that. It's yeah. really sweet. And mm. we learn that, you know, her name is Helen and his name is David. Cute. It's really cute. Yeah. It's a really sweet moment. Helen Holloway. Helen Holloway and, and David Worth. Mm. They tie the rope to Holloway and she tentatively tentatively lowers herself out of the door into the void. The shell. The shell. They lower her, her as far as she as they can, and she swings herself trying to reach the shell. As she swings, the rumbling causes them to lose their balance, dropping Holloway. But Quinton manages to grab the rope before it. I love her disappears. tries to be the hero. Yep, he hauls her up, grabbing her hand before staring her dead in the eyes. And, and mind you, whilst everyone's being like, have you got her? Has she fell? Everyone else is yelling concern. Yeah. You know, like, uh, did you get her? Is she okay? Yeah. And yeah. he's not saying anything. He's not saying anything. He grabs hold of her hand, looks her dead in the eyes, and throws her off. Yeah. And then she just screams. She screams. She knows what's about to happen as well, because she yeah. starts screaming, no, yeah. no, no. You can tell, because he's... Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> oh, I... This, point, I, this death is awful. I knew awful. it was going to happen, but like, yeah. And Holloway as well. I know. Just, and then at that point, I was like, oh my god, Kazan. There goes Kazan's protection. Yeah. 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 Well, Worth has kind of been side protecting him as well. Yeah. yeah. But not really. Like, not to the same degree. Not to the same degree, but he, he was the one who pushed that they weren't going to leave Kazan behind. Yeah. He sided with Holloway. He tells the others that she slipped. Sorry, this is Quentin. Quentin tells the others that she just slipped. I put, I said the deaths are few and far between in this movie, but boy, are they impactful. Yeah. I would have told Quentin, oh, what, are you weak? <laughs> you weak, what, bro? What, you to go back to the gym? Um, do you, do you even lift, bro? Like, like a 60-kilo woman, are you like, joking? Seriously? Yeah, they yeah. say that she's the lightest, and she's basically her. bone. That yeah. woman is skin and skin bone. bone. Yeah. She's so, yeah. Quentin tries to comfort Levin. Because, you know, she's very dejected that the fact that Holloway just died. How he tries to comfort only her, and he's like, hey, sweetheart. It's because she's the useful it's one. It's so cringy. Also, it's because he's into her. Yeah. He's into her, and she's the useful one. I just, the mentality of being into someone and hitting on them, like, in this situation, it's just Yeah, like, like dude, I'm not in the mood to ride your dick right now. We're like... literally <laughs> going to die. Yeah. I, it's been two days without water and yeah. food. I'm a bit lightheaded. I don't exactly want to jump showered. on that. I haven't taken a dump, like... 
Yeah. <laughs> I've been taking a dump. Yeah. Why don't you go to the room that. below me and I'll pop a scone? <laughs> And then we can go to the next room and, you know, get undressed. Um, yes, the next plan is going to be to head to the bottom of the cube to see if they can get out that way. Worth suggests they rest for an hour. Well, they say that they should rest and Quinn is like, okay, for an hour. And he's like, well, how the fuck, how do you know how long an hour an is? An hour is however long I say it is. Yeah, that exactly. was like, okay. Yeah, it's like, all right, dad. All right, yeah. fuck off. Roll freak. Jesus. Also, Cuts that they will pass out for like quite a while. Yeah, I mean, you must be so exhausted. I know, I know, but I just found it funny because it's like he was like, <laughs> yeah, and just falls asleep. <laughs> yeah, literally. And then we get this weird. Then we get drug the drug montage again. Yeah, yeah, we get we get the weird drug montage, the obscured angle shots as the characters sleep to sort of a rhythmic tapping as well that we've got yeah. as well. And it's like, like a spin shot on Worth the whole time. Yeah, we we can hear them breathing. We get metallic screeching sounds mm. as the music for this kind of montage. It's a very unsettling vibe. The next thing we see is we see Quinton grabbing the last boot from Sleeping Worth and then picking up Levin and oh, carrying her out of the room. Quinton wants to, says he wants to abandon Worth and Kazan. He's gone full, like, manic. Yeah, yeah. He's And he's, like, making weird advances at her. Something about, like, a man and a woman. Yeah, you know, this yeah, is, like, this we is the are way... The key. A yeah. man and a woman, Adam and yeah. Eve, or whatever like that. And I was 50, just like, 50, half and half. Yeah. Like, like whole things like, a puzzle. her collarbone and shit. It's so gross. Yeah. But really, it's like, she's the one who can figure this out. Yeah, you, yeah. you are. And then what? she's also yeah. like, then he's also trying to like reassure her and be like, just believe in me, you know, I can do this, let me do this. And it's like, it's, it's like, like you're not doing her. anything. Yeah, and she also doesn't like, want to let you. <sighs> and he also sort of suggests that Kazan and Worth are more traps meant to kill them. Mm. He starts feeling her up, is what I put, which is what you were talking about with like touching her collarbone. Yeah. And like, almost going straight down to her boobs. Yeah, and kind of like moving her hair and like weirdly close to her neck. Yes. He grabs at her as the door opens. Worth tackles Quinton. Um, as he starts to yell, like, they're spies, him pointing to Worth, and the retard, he says. Yeah. And he yeah. also, is, yeah, he says, quote-unquote, the retard, meaning mm-hmm. Kazan, and he, meaning Worth, and he also mentions Holloway as well, which is, this is where he gives himself away. Yeah. That he's a fucking dick. He's also a fucking moron, because he's like, she knew things about my life. You literally told everybody those things. Yeah. Fucking dick. And she made assumptions due to the horrific behavior that yeah, you were displaying. she just happens to be correct. And it wasn't even, like, a far charge from what you were doing. No, you smacked her. Yeah. You smacked her and she went, oh, that's probably how he lost his kids. And, then. like, yeah. you already beat Worth up before yeah, that, too. Obviously yeah, he kicked the shit out of Worth yeah. and almost killed him. Like, multiple times. Yeah. His wife left him. He has to make amends with his kids for some reason. And he's got severe anger issues. Hello, two and two. Yeah. Not hard. It's... He's just a moron. This is the moment where Levin realises that Quinton dropped Holloway. On purpose. I think she was already thinking that. Possibly, yeah, like, but didn't want to like admit kind it. Of calculating it, yeah, but mm. she needed, like, she obviously didn't want to go against Quentin. Yeah, until she knew, which is because he's enough. because he is more physically powerful than them. Yeah, and he just tried to fucking yeah. He's a creep. He's he's yeah, major creep. They dem- uh, they demand the last boot from him, and I think this is where Levin calls him a pig as well. Mm-hmm. Give us the last boot, you pig. Yeah, and tell him to leave. He throws it at Worth's face. 
And then and then threatens Levin as she Wait, no, no, she's no, no, like, no, 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 doesn't he say you don't want the boot and exactly. he beats Levin. Yeah, he throws the boot at, at Worth and then says and then like creepily like whispers to her, You don't want the boot. And then picks it up and starts beating Just Worth with it. Into fucking Worth it. And I think after this Worth has like the blood from his ear coming yeah. out. Yeah. He opens he opens the floor door, I think it is, and throws Worth down it. He lands fucking with fucking brutal. Fucking brutal because he, and he yeah, lands on the thing. He lands on the handle for yeah. sure. No way. And also, what's the point? Check if it's safe. No, there is no point. Yeah, He's like, just an asshole just trying to kill him. Lower him down. You know, yeah. don't damage him even more. Oh my he god! And you just killed the doctor. <sighs> yeah. He lands with a crack and laughs. This is this is um, Worth who's laughing. The group descends to Worth who's on the floor. And they look over and find Ren. Ren's body is on the floor. I thought this was going to be Holloway, for some reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Yeah. But I like I like that it's Ren. Yeah. And it confirms that they've just been going in circles. This is, is what, what he says. I know they're not. We find something out in a bit. This is what I'm saying. I feel like when she remembers that they were meant that they started, they're back in the first room that they started at. Yeah. Right. I feel like the point of it is to be like, we've built this and it's pointless. Mm. This thing is pointless. And your entire journey and all these deaths. It's pointless. Yes, because you could have gone out. All that violence that Quentin incited. If you guys just went back, like, or like, just tried a different door. Yeah. And then just go. Yeah. Quentin throws Levin onto one of the doors, demanding to know where they are on the map. She screams, calling him a murderer. And the group has basically fallen apart at this point. Mm-hmm. Quentin concedes that there is no way out, just like Worth said. He cries while Kazan tries to comfort him. Weird. Weird. And it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice that the character's trying to comfort him, though, even though he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. And also, Kazan's worse for crying. Yeah. Yeah. Kazan and Holloway. And to it's a certain weird. extent, Worth. And Levin is alright. Levin's okay. But, yeah. you know, like Worth, she has her dick in moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, worth but Holloway and Holloway and Kazan, Kazan have just... never done a single thing wrong in their entire lives. <laughs> Absolutely, I will die on this hill. <laughs> worth stands and opens the door to the room that killed Ren, but now it's the outer shell. There's no room there anymore. Quinton throws the boot in anger, which just flies out into the void. Good job, dickhead. I lost my mind at that. I was like, "You are so mental." Fucking big stupid. thing about the boot. <laughs> no, chucking it out. Chucking it out into the fucking void because he's God. like, it doesn't even matter anymore. Okay, you've given up. Give everyone else a chance. Yeah, like, can you eat yourself instead? <laughs> Worth figures that the rooms have been moving, and that's the mechanical noise they keep hearing. Mm. Levin checks the numbers again. The map numbers have permutations. I don't know what that means. Neither. The... But this is what I mean by like, I, I thought she would have thought, like figured this out. Oh, Where yeah. she had the anomaly, anomaly, anomaly. Oh, the the room that was the supposedly the twenty seven. Yeah. When the rooms are only twenty six mm-hmm. by twenty six. Mm. She suddenly realizes that the room with a number that would have put it outside the cube is actually the exit room. They crossed it while it was in its mapped rotation between its three points. Apparently, a bridge. Again, how does she know this? <laughs> she says it was a bridge to its. Um, she. 
she says it was a bridge in its original position. So in, in its original position, the number that put it outside 26 means that at that position at that time, it is a bridge room, yeah. not actually within the cube. Right. So Fuck math. It does go into the cube. Yeah, they, it moves around. They crossed it halfway through the cube. Gotcha. Which is why she was so confused. Right. Because she was just like, wait a minute, this says 27. Oh, I see. But we're in the cube. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Which kind of makes it more believable that she didn't know what to make of it at the time. True. Not knowing that the rooms move. And also, they probably didn't know about the gap at that point yet, did they? No. No, because Worth hadn't told them about it yet, I don't think. The room... The rooms move in rotation before returning to originally started positions where the lock is open. They, they say that the, basically the entire cube is like a giant puzzle puzzle padlock. Mm. And at its starting position, the lock is open. Yeah. And then as things move, it closes. Levin works the math out. They give her the room numbers around them as map references. And she's scribbling with the button. And she's scribbling with the button, making all the complicated mass shit that I do not understand to one bit nope. at which point I would have died yeah <laughs> and she says they've got about two more moves before the room they're standing in is in its original position which yep. doesn't give them much time before the lock is open again so but they're, if they're in the room that's moving then they don't necessarily need to move on do they when they're not in the bridge room they're not in the bridge oh. room She's just using it as a point of reference. Right. So mm-hmm. she's figuring out the math on the room they're in to figure out how many mo- how many more moves that room has before it's in its original position. Gotcha. Which, so tell- which tells them... That means they have to get back to the bridge room. Yes. By that point. Gotcha. Or a room that connects to the bridge room. Gotcha. Yes. Again, <sighs> maths. Yeah, at this point I was like... <laughs> just tell me what's happening. <laughs> Levin realises the No, no, tra- that's what I'm not... Yeah, no. I'm saying, like at the movie, I was just like, just, just tell me what's yeah. going on. Just throw these things yeah. at me. It's I'm, fine. I don't need to understand the thing is, like, it. I don't find it frustrating that I don't understand it. Neither, neither. It was just because in like, some movies that happens. It tries to explain something to you, and you're like, I don't get it, and I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it just so many big words, and I was like, I've never heard of anything like this before. But okay, anything <laughs> if you understood the math, it wouldn't make a lot of sense. Probably, Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. We just made it sound fancy for no reason. I know, right? Yeah. And Levin realizes what the trap issue was. She says it's not prime numbers, but rather numbers that are the power of a prime. This is what I said. I said I wrote it down, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> yeah, no, neither. I don't so, even remember her saying that because I, I just went through mine over my head. I literally put a note in big bold letters at this point that says, hey, I failed maths. I'm just eating myself out at the shell. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, is that the exit? <laughs> I don't know what puzzle piece I am, guys. I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not even worth... Like, I didn't build this cube. I'm, I'm in yeah. nothing. Like... <laughs> I can um, make a podcast about my experience when we get out. <laughs> when we get out. Yeah. Levin says the numbers are too complicated to try and figure out that kind of level of math. Mm-hmm. She can't factor in numbers. It's astronomical. Astronomical! Yes. Yeah, Kazan perks up saying astronomical and says two. Because she gives an example. She's like, do you know how many factors there are in 597 or something like that? And Kazan just goes two. Yeah. And I'm just like, really cute little... What? Yeah. <laughs> and then Quentin's like, shocked. He's like, what? He's useful? Yeah. <laughs> Asshole. Fuck that guy. He's a functioning human and not just a vegetable? Wow. What? Smarter than you and you're shocked? Crazy. Levin tests his math. 
Because it could be that he's just yelling things out. They don't know. So she's like, how many factors in? And she gives some easy numbers and tests it. And he's right on all of them. Worth reads him the numbers on the side of the room. And Kazan gives the factors. Kazan, it turns out, is a fucking math prodigy. Mm -hmm. He's a fucking genius. Mm -hmm. I liked this plot. I love this. (laughs) Quinton throws Worth into the next room to test if it's safe. After, after... Doing it five fucking times before that, too. Yeah, after Kazan had said that room is safe, or theoretically it's safe, he yeeted Worth into the room and went, okay, yep, it's safe. Such a cock. He's (laughs) such an ass. He works Kazan, is what I put, because they go to the next room, he's like, come on, focus. Yeah. Look at the numbers. And then he turns to Levin, and he's like, you know, make him do it. It just pisses me off because it's like obviously he doesn't like the violence. You just don't be violent and yeah. everything will be, be nice. Fine. Which on, is what which is violence. what Worth and Levin end up mm. doing. Uh, everyone filters through to the next room. Quinton is the last to go through, and as he steps through, he gets his head in, and Worth fucking slams the door on him. At this point, so good. Worth should have just decapitated. I don't know if he should have. I th- I think he was too weak at this yeah, point. Yeah, true. But he's definitely pushing hard on that door. Yeah. Because he's got he's got Quinton's head trapped in it. They try to escape because, you know, um, Kazan is panicking at this point. Lever's trying to get him to do the numbers because they need to know to, if the next room is on. trapped. Yeah. And, you know, you know, they're in a chase, but Kazan is panicking and everything like that. Because the thing is, even if they stop him from, like, coming into that room, he's going to be able to come into that room at some point. Yeah, And true. also, they're trying to get back. To the bridge room. They're trying to get in back, time. To, back yeah. to the room that connects to the bridge, I think. Yeah. Or whatever the bridge the room or whatever. <laughs> whatever math thing they the figured cube. out. The <laughs> cube. The way out. They, they reach a green room. Quinton approaches Kazan and Levin because, yeah, they were holding the door shut and they give Quinton just enough breathing room to get his head back out mm-hmm. and sh- slam the door. And when Quinton catches up with them, there's just Kazan and, Kazan and Levin. As he walks through the room, Worth opens the door at his feet and he slips through. Absolutely. He's like hanging, yeah, from the bottom. He room. must be in he's that bottom room from like the monkey bar thing, and he True. opens the door. Yeah, yeah he yeah. must yeah. turn the handle as as Quinton was walking through the room. Yeah, and just opened it ready. And then, like, you get the shot of Quinton okay, just going <laughs> with the blood with the puddle of blood under. His yeah, skin. yeah. And I was like, thank fuck. Yes, Quinton falls through. Give up after that, I'm, like trying to kill him. Yeah, they reach a room not at the edge. But um, there is a missing room. They, they they open the door and there's a room missing. Mm. They're not at the outer shell, but there is a room missing. Levin sees the rooms actually move. She yeah. sticks her head out and I was like, oh, oh maybe, my God. maybe yeah, pull yeah, your head yeah, back yeah. in, that love. That was stressful. That was stressful. <laughs> when they open the door again, there is a room inside. So we're in a rotation at the moment. All the rooms are currently moving. Yeah. Worth and Levin head into the next room. And as they look back to the previous room, it moves with Kazan inside. That was so sad. And then just to hear him, like, screaming. Were you... I I wasn't... I think the first time I watched this, I can't remember, it was so long ago. I think I was just like, well, you're fucked. Yeah. You've, you've lost your math prodigy. I guess the same thing. I was like, well, they couldn't keep him. He's too useful. Like, he makes it too easy. Yeah, mm. true. Dejected, they take a moment before they hear Kazan's cries and they realise he hasn't moved far. He... Uh, Worth ventures to go find him while, while Levin stays put. Kazan will need to climb up in order to get to where the other two are. Meanwhile, Levin cuts her, cuts her foot on a piece of glass. 
Dun dun dun. It's the piece of glass that fell out of her glasses. Because she even holds it up and it matches the piece that's missing. Realizing. Which I didn't. I thought it happened at that point. I didn't realize that it happened. At the beginning of the movie. Yeah, because I thought her glasses were just cracked. Yeah. Not actually broken. Yeah, she's actually missing a piece. Yeah, yeah there's a very, very quick shot where she, like, drops them when she's coming through. And they're just cracked. Yeah, they're not. They're just. Yeah, and I think when she picks them up, also... you can see a piece of glass still on the floor. Yeah. But if you're not. Like, focused in on it, you're not going to notice it. But I still think it's very clever. And it gives... And she realizes that they're exactly where they started. She checks the the numbers and calls out to Worth as the room... This room that she's standing in, its next move will take them next to the bridge room. Worth convinces Kazam to climb climb up with the promises of bags of gumdrops. Gumdrops. Yeah. He's like, I'll give you a, like boxes of gumdrops. And because I was like, bags. And he's like, fine, bags. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. fine, 20 bags of gumdrops. Well, he says like five or something. And Kazam's like, 27. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, fine, 27 boxes of gumdrops. Gumdrops come in bags. Yeah. And he's like, so okay, 27 bags of gumdrops. Yeah. Just come on. And then I'm pretty sure he goes like, astronomical again. Something like that. Yeah. Yes. They they make it to the room. Hooray! She checks the numbers. She calls out to them. They they get in just in time as the room takes them to its final or starting position. Levin tells Worth that this should be it. She opens the door where the exit should be, but there's nothing but the shell. And I was like... She closes the door and laughs because she tells them... You know, because right at the beginning of the movie, she did kind of mention we should just stay put and someone will come and find us. Yeah. And she laughs because she's just like, I was, I was right. right. Yeah. We shouldn't have moved. True. This is the room we started in and it's connected to the bridge room. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was right. We never should have moved in the first place. The cube rumbles. She opens the door again and the bridge has arrived. It's a red room. They climb inside. Kazan doesn't like red rooms, but he like covers his eyes or something yeah. like that, I think, is what they do. He... They open the door to what should be the exit. We're met with a blinding white daylight. Yeah, I wasn't sure what to make of that. I was like... I really like it because... This movie feels like it's kind of alluding to the fact that something's happened in the world. Oh, really? Well, not necessarily like alluding to the fact, but it just kind of has the feel of like... Like an apocalypse. Maybe you don't even want to go outside. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like another world. Yeah, especially because Worth keeps commenting on how shitty it is. Maybe that's just like a comment on life. It's like a 10 Cloverfield Lane situation. Mm. And you don't kind of realise the difference in lighting until that natural light hits their face. Mm. And you go, oh, wow. This is true. Because you never find out. There are sequels to this movie. I know. Yeah, we're downloading the second one at the moment. They're not as good as this one, but they are interesting to watch. Um, yeah. So they hit with daylight, they smile, but Worth's smile kind of fades away and he just sits himself down. You can just see that he's not doing, not but doing so well. This is what I was talking about with the character development for him. Because he was so nihilistic and dejected at the beginning of the movie and then suddenly he started helping, I think he came to the decision that he was going to save someone else. Right. And that he had made his purpose. Yeah. This was his, his purpose, purpose. was going to be to save someone else. Mm. He had done this. He was going to die here. Yeah. And I think he, the nihilistic bit helped because he would have been like, this, I've done everything in life. I don't feel fulfilled. Yeah. This is the one thing that's going to like fulfill me. Yeah. This is going to be my gift. Yeah. 
you know, he tells them to go ahead and he doesn't think that he's worth saving. Which is so it's sad. It's right there, Worth. Just climb up Just the climb hole, out, bro. Love. We'll go on a date. Yeah. I don't care. Like, whatever gets you out of this door. I say that. I yeah. Well. I would have said like, that. Isn't he supposed to be roughly Quentin's age? It's not weird. It's not less weird just because Worth is an abusive arse. I know, but just, like, True. to coax him out, you know? Yeah. Levin tries to convince him that there is something to live for. And they say, she says, like, you know, we can go get a drink or something like that, mm. I think. We hear the sound of a door opening. Did you catch this? The door opening? The door opening. I don't think I did. Because I had to make a note of it because I knew what was coming. And I wondered if they did. I don't know. They're having their conversation with, you know, life is worth living, you know. Come on, we can do it. And in the background, you can actually hear the... That's an extremely cool detail, though. Yeah. You can hear a door opening. There is quite good attention to detail. There's pretty good attention to detail in this movie. Um... Yes, you can hear a door opening in the background, although it's very subtle. Leavenworth share a moment as she convinces him that it's worth escaping, and she suddenly gasps. And we see as she's lifted fully off the floor, stabbed through the back by Quinton, who's completely covered in blood. Yeah, and he's got... A handle. He's using the handle from one of the doors as like a shiv and mm. he's fucking skewered her through the spine. Yeah. She's it's probably shot. dead very quickly. She'll be fine. <laughs> Walk it, it off. felt so pointless to me because I was, well, because what's coming up, but. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Worth tackles him, screaming at him, telling Kazan to escape, telling him to just get out. Go, 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 go. He, he, yeah, he doesn't. Quentin stabs Worth to death with the handle mm. shiv that he's got, that he's using as a weapon. I love the fact that they use this as a weapon as well. Yeah, yeah. And it and shows. It the... Was it pointy? Did he make it pointy? I don't think it, he could have. I don't think he could have made it pointy. Because, like, the, the thought the of that's pretty were. brutal. I don't know if they were, were they? I've never but actually I'm, looked. I'm, for some reason, I swear that the, the stake that she was, like, skewered on was a bit pointy. I think it was, yeah. But it's not, it can't. How do you know that? I know, but then he must have, like, sharpened it. I take back what ones. I said about attention to detail. Yeah, there was also one point. Okay, at the it's start. got pretty good attention to detail it for does. a horror movie. There was one <laughs> at the start where Quentin gave Levin her glasses, and in the next shot she didn't have them on. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. And then it cut away, and then it cut back, and she wasn't wearing them. Aww. Yeah. Continuity errors. We love them. The problem with being an indie development, eh? Yeah. Mm. Uh, yes, Quentin stabs the shit out of Worth. Great, love that. <laughs> Uh, Kazan opens the door to escape as the cube begins to rumble. It's already moving to its next position. Mm-hmm. Kazan makes it out. Quinton trying to scare him with the fact that there's blood on his hands, being like, look, Kazan, red. Because we know that he doesn't like red. Yeah. But Quint- uh, Kazan just kind of ignores him and, and leaves, which is great. Mm-hmm. Quinton follows, climbing out of the cube. He's about to, to, you know, get into the white light, but he can't get his last leg through because Worth, the fucking champion, is holding is holding on to him. Is he also holding on to Kazan? Yeah. So Kazan's holding him on one end and Worth's Oh, no, yeah, because Kazan's holding him on the shirt. That's right. Yeah, sorry. Quentin's holding Kazan Kazan by the shirt, being like, no, you're taking me with you. At that point, I would have fucking taken my shirt off. (laughs) Yeah, true. Shirt's going off, guys. <laughs> Tits oh, out for what? the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Tits out for the daylight. Tits out for the daylight. Um, yeah, Worth is holding on to his leg, being like, no, nah, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you thought 
And Quinton, as the bridge room moves, gets smeared across the outer shell like a mosquito. You know oh, when you slap a mosquito yeah. and it's like hanging that on the wall or something? Though, that's that's yeah. was so funny. It but was great. This is why it felt... I loved it though. Yeah. It was it, just pretty satisfying. It's very satisfying. Because it's just like a and it's just and you hear him going like ah and then you Yeah. And you're just like Bye, yeah. motherfucker. And he's just like smeared. <laughs> smeared down the thing. The thing is though, yeah, it's just why Lemon and Worse Deaths felt kind of pointless to me because I was like, he just, he died anyway. I've actually just thought of a theory. You want to save it to the end because we're nearly at the end? Or? Yeah, I'll save it. Okay. So Worth lays down next to Levin, mortally wounded. Um, and I love that you can see Quinton's leg. I know. Is in the corner I, of the I, shot. I was like hoping that we could <laughs> see some of his body. And I was like, I wanted to ha! see the effects. Yeah. That's all that's left. It's probably literally just the just actor literally like just being slightly out of shot True. with just his leg. Well, it would make sense to just be the leg because yeah. he was just holding on. He was just holding on to the leg. The rest got smooshed. Final shot of Kazan as he walks into the light. The screen fades to white as credits begin to roll. Hmm. And that- cool credit scene, by the way. It's very cool. Yeah. Like, this entire movie drips with style. Yeah, that's what I quite... Like, if it wasn't very creative, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it that much. Yeah, for sure. Because it's not it's not gory. It's not particularly, like... Um, I, wasn't, I was about to say it's thrilling. Scary. It's yeah, not scary. It, it is a bit of, like, suspension of disbelief. It's more... It feels more philosophical. Yeah. Yeah. And more, like, a social experiment. Yeah. Which is... But, like, the obscurity of it. Is cool. Yeah, it's charming. Well, that concludes uh, Cube from 1997. So, 1997. This is like 20, what, 25 years old? Shut your wall now. 26 26 years old. Older than me. Oh, oh dear God. (laughs) I'm a baby! So, give me your rundown for this movie, Anya. What did you think as far as, like, the script, the characters, Mm. the dialogue? Obviously, you know, it was a super low-budget movie. The CG's not great. Yeah, I have respect for it. It's not the worst CG I've ever seen. I've watched this movie multiple times. I've never been, like, taken out of the movie because of the CG. No, no. Personally. But I just... I. It's bad. And funny. Yeah, Yeah, it's bad CG. I very much enjoy looking at bad CG. It's like... (laughs) Uncanny Valley. But what did you think as far as the movie? Just yeah, in general. Think, now, after like talking it through, I'm like, actually, there's a, quite a few plot points that I'm like, hmm. Yeah, this movie is more interesting than I thought. It's, and I was going to give it a six, but now I'm like, maybe a seven. A seven, a seven. Out seven out of ten is pretty good. So that yeah. would be your enjoyment rating. One being awful, ten being amazing. About a seven. Yeah. That's pretty good. Like. I like that. I enjoyed it. In I, a way that's different, you know? Yeah. It's a different kind of movie. Yeah. Like we like for example, like we watched Knives Out. Yeah. And the execution and like the style mm. of the movie, everything about it was just like I, I, like it. I love the style in Cube as well. Yeah, yeah. The whole too. But what I'm saying is For like, such a simple thing as well. You don't get movies like that anymore and that sounds like such an yeah. old man thing to say. <laughs> no, I I agree. You really don't. It's don't it's a bottle movie. movie. Like I have an issue I think when I watch new movies where I'm like conspir- conspiring too much and like looking into the details too much because mm. all the movies used to do that. Yeah. You know? now, like, this movie's just real clever, like, the piece of glass. Mm. And she goes, oh, we've been moving in a circle. And, like, just There's the little bits of details. Also left your imagination to, yeah. like, which is cool. Cause and the just... fact that this is one of those movies where it doesn't need to explain everything to mm. you. 
Because it's not frustrating not to know. Yeah, because you're literally just in one setting, really. Yeah, and the fact that you don't know who built this or why, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I kind of love it when movies do that, because I find nine times out of ten when they try to offer an explanation for something that's really weird and fucked up, it kills mm. the mystery and it kills the like excitement of the story. But without so, being too obscure. Mm. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, you know, it could be aliens. Mm. Because you're like, no, Worth helped build this thing. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, you have like, enough so you do have given. A little bit of explanation. Also the name thing as well mm. on the yeah. You have a little explanation, but you still don't know why. Yeah. 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 Personally, I love this movie. I, I've watched this movie so many times. And like I said, it's the first movie that ever really scared the crap out of me. Um, I give this like an 8.5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy this movie. Um, yeah, no, it's a good movie. I'm... I just fucking hate, I hate Quentin. Oh, oh yeah, God. absolutely. I forget every time how bad he is. Yeah. My theory revolves around Quentin. And I don't think it's the main point of the movie, but I think it's a significant point of the movie that mm. it's straight up anti-cop propaganda. Because like, if you think about it, they all kind of served a purpose in some way. Yes. Holloway's a doctor, worth designed the outer shell, so he has at least some idea of what's going on. Yes. Um, Levin's the math genius, mm-hmm. uh, as is... As is Kazan, Kazan, who's a math prodigy. He's just a cop. And they go on about, like, oh, he can read people super well, but obviously he fucking can't. Yeah, because um, he thinks that Worth and Worth and Kazan are in on it. Yeah. Um, so I think I, Quentin was just there to identify Ray. Possibly. But I think that, like, yeah, a cop. Whether it's, <laughs> I feel like it's an intentional thing that, like, kind of, what do cops serve to society, really? Yeah. Because, like, all the others served a purpose... He was and also, just aggressive and suspicious and eventually violent, and he just got worse and worse and worse. And then that scene at the end, where they literally, the exit is right there, he could have just lived. But instead he elects to kill Levin and Worth for no fucking reason. Yeah. They could have just all mm-hmm. gotten out. Yeah. So this movie's kind of ahead of its time, really. Yeah. <laughs> and the way that he treats Kazan as well. I yes. think also, like, um, the fact that the authoritarian stance that he's trying to do yeah. just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Also kind of proves that you just can't. Sometimes you yeah. can't control like a crazy situation. So. Sometimes it's better to work as a team instead of having a leader. Yeah. Yeah. His, his only use was think that cube was though. Like I can't. Seven was it seventeen thousand rooms? <laughs> yeah, but like in my head, I can't fathom how it would look. No. Yeah. Uh, where you would hide it? Yeah. <laughs> really. And it's obviously not. It's not underground. Well, you don't know if the light at the end is daylight or not. It's just really bright white light. It looked artificial to me. It looked kind of daylighty to me. I thought it was daylight, yeah. but it could be artificial. Could be You'll have to watch the sequel to find. I was it's cube. It was be... Hypercube. No, cube, no cube Zero is cube. the one that explains that. Right. Okay. Hi- yeah, Hypercube is the second one. It's like Cube Squared or something. Yeah, Hypercube deals with um, Cube in the next. So, <laughs> mathematically, you've got length, breadth, depth, mm-hmm. and then time and space as your uh, fourth and fifth um what are they called dimensions dimensions mm-hmm. i guess yeah length breadth depth time space so a hypercube is a theoretical it's the it's the mathematical theory of how a cube would sit within six dimensions within five dimensions I think. Yeah, this movie was made by... It's it's surprisingly surprisingly less clever than this movie. Right. Okay. (laughs) And then Cube Zero is like a prequel. Yeah. To to Cube. But they're they're both definitely worth watching. Cube Zero. They're not not amazing films, but they're definitely worth watching. This one's by far the best, though. I mean, like... 
Any film that's interesting, even if it's not amazing, is still good. Yeah. Final Destination. We love Final Destination. I love Final Destination. We watched all of them. So did we. Sean had never seen any of them, so we watched them all. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. That was was incredible. The Final Destination is trash, though. Oh, yeah. That was the fourth one, right? The fourth one. Fourth one or fifth one? Garbage. 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 Absolute garbage. Garbage. Trash. Garbage. Doesn't. They one, two, and three, all pretty good. Movie. Yeah. They just like and five. At least they introduced a new idea. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyway, we like to give credit where credits due. So, there's a particular actor or character you'd like to give props to in this movie? Someone that you're like, Holloway. I love this character. I think Holloway. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, um, actress's she was name. The only redeemable character. Nikki. Oh, I'm so sorry for oh, pronunciation. Guadangi. Guadangi. Spelled G-U-A-D-A-N-G-I. Is, is her name but yeah she's I thought she was great yeah no she her, was the only caring person um, and her free counts as well were so good yeah when she's screaming at Quentin or you know when she thinks she's had like an epiphany yeah, you know talking about how like it's like you know it's it's the government we need to get out of here yeah. and tell everyone yeah. I was just like I fucking love this character she plays crazy real well yeah. she does she, she so well most character you know <laughs> well she was the most likable. Oh, absolutely. True. Best character. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Anya. I hope you yeah, had fun talking me. about this movie with I me. Did. Yeah, I it's opened up a lot of different opinions. Mm, yeah. First we hated the movie. That's why I wanted the toilet paper errands, because I was like, this is it's shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, actually You're like, actually it's not that bad. Maybe, maybe it had yeah, maybe it's got some I'm I'm a sucker for a like um t- watching so um social norms breakdown mm. so any movies about like the mist love the mist because yeah. i love just watching like society that breakdown like that yeah. miserable have you seen the platform yes okay yeah yeah we've seen that it was pretty good it's not yeah. as good as this though i thought no. this was better it's a bit gruesome mm. but um thank you so much for joining me i hope you come back i think we've sort of decided what the next movie's gonna be yes what was it again I um i think we're gonna go with bodies 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 because <gasps> i haven't seen it that's right Oh my god! <laughs> Absolutely, I will be Jacob. So we'll be yeah. popping my cherry on that one. I oh cannot wait for you to watch that movie. <laughs> Holy shit! Dylan gets very enthusiastic about this. I, listen, listen. The ending is um, you I never get it. Bodies, bodies, bodies. You did. It was your. It's fault. gonna be my episode. Yeah, I'm so excited. Dylan and I already have our next two episodes yeah, planned. I know. Yeah. Bodies, bodies, bodies is incredible. So it's we will. So we will be back with that when I get to book you in again. Yes. Otherwise, thank you everyone so much for listening. That concludes uh, episode 63, Cube 1997. And we'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks again to our guests. And thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com and or following us on Twitter at cherrypophorror. Okay, I'll let you go. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the monsters bite.